forever. Dog. According to what you're saying is the best show has begun and I'm doing it. And what does that mean to me? What I want. Well, what it means is that welcome back, my friends, uh, to the show that never ends. It's the best show three. Count them three hours of mirth, music, and mayhem. Brought to you by me, Tom Sharpley, your host with the most. Most of what you don't even want to know what I got the most of. I says to you tonight, we got one of those shows. It's a, it's a, it's a special one tonight. Special one. And we're doing... Something called Rank the Hanks. Now, what is that about? Is it about Hank Rank from Crime, the drummer from Crime? No, it's not about Hank Rank, drummer from Crime. It's about Tom Hanks, the other Hank. We have a chart, bracket style, NCAA attorney style, of all the Tom Hanks characters. And we are going to pit them against each other to see who would win in a fight to the death. The chart will be released imminently, and then we will take your calls at 201-989-0012, and you can help me shape the chart and figure out which Hanks wins the battle. We'll find out tonight on The Best Show. Hopefully we get all the way through all the Hanks, all the Battles does the big does Josh from Big beat uh uh Captain Phillips? We'll find out. What about Castaway? He could throw that volleyball at somebody, right? Maybe he throws that volleyball, hits old uh, Forrest Gump right in the face. We're gonna find out. We're gonna find, but Forrest Gump's fast also. Remember, he's fast. We're gonna find out tonight on the best show. We got a couple other fun people going to come by and sit and help us with this later in the program. More about that as it happens. But in now, let's start the best show. Now! doing tonight on the best show it's tom back again for three hours of what we do best here and we just heard one of the best bands uh ever human instinct 
from their album Stone Guitar, Black Sally. It's as good as it gets, my friends. They are from New Zealand, I believe. One of the best New Zealand bands that ain't no New Zealand band you think of when you think of New Zealand bands. So, uh, yeah, that's good stuff. Billy TK, I believe, is the main uh, 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 guitar uh, player in there, and it's a, some some legit guitar heroics. The phone number, 201-989-0012. That's the number if you want to be a part of the fun tonight of Rank the Hanks. The, the, the tournament chart will be dropped soon, and we will all be able to check it out and thrill to who ranks what, where, against who, and why. Let me start things off. I want to say hi to my uh, my crew. Uh, let's see. Who do we got? We got uh, we got Mike. Mike, you there, Mike? Anybody? Hey, Tom. Right what's there. going on? Listen to this. Listen to the, the chipper. Spirit there, Chipper Chipper uh, Jones isn't as chipper as you are uh, there, <laughs> Mike. Uh, and I know why Mike is chipper. He, congratulations, uh, Mike is a huge New York football Giants fan, and they pulled off an unlikely victory this past uh, weekend, defeating yeah. the heavily I... favored Minnesota Vikings. I don't know. Were they that heavily favored? I mean, their their last game a few weeks ago was kind of close. No, they won thirteen games. Though. They won thirteen yeah. games, Mike. Yeah, that's true. Heavily favored, and they were, who was at home? Who's at home? Yeah, they were home. Yeah, they were at home. Heavily favored. Yeah. Look at me telling you all about <laughs> about. Did you watch the whole game? No, I watched the second half of the game. Yeah. Okay. It's exciting. Actually, the first half was more exciting. Oh, no, I guess I missed out then. <laughs> no, Daniel Jones was just, you know, he really is throwing his body around. And I think in the second half, he kind of wised up. And i like, this is what I want. I want you to be the Saquon Barkley of the best show, Mike. <laughs> yeah, he had that great play. I don't know if you saw where he scored and, and you lost him. Mm-hmm. He went low. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, he, you know, he's in, he's in the end zone. Mike, fantastic game for him as well. Yeah, and uh, we'll we'll be right back on uh, Sports Talk sixty six. Uh, here's a one eight hundred Cars hey, for Kids shouting. commercial. <laughs> we're we're a Cars for Kids commercial away from doing sports radio. Now, uh-huh. Mike, congratulations! You deserve uh-huh. now. It's just onward to beat Philadelphia, the Eagles, this Sunday. Is this Sunday? Actually, it's Saturday night. Saturday night. So the Eagles fans have all day Saturday to tune up. That crowd is going to be out of control. They're all going to be in the jail. The <laughs> I have a feeling the stadium will be empty. The jail will be filled with 60,000 people. I was listening to the fan today, mm-hmm. and they spent all afternoon weighing whether they should go to the game as Giants fan, whether it was it was too scary for them that their life would be uh, on the line if they mm-hmm. would enter Philadelphia. Mike, this is all I'm going to say. <laughs> a few years ago when I was in New Jersey, I gave, uh, there was a Lana Del Rey concert. She was playing Philadelphia. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go see Lana Del Rey. It's exciting. Finally get to see my favorite. And then I realized there was a freaking Eagles 
playoff game. It was the year they won the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. So they're on a tear. Mm-hmm. They're pl- the Eagles are playing across the sh- like like in, right over there. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I'm not going anywhere near this. <laughs> your life, your <laughs> life was worth more. Huh? My life was worth more than some Eagles fan. First of all, I would have gotten it from both ends. I'm walking yeah. through the Eagles parking lot going to where are you going? Uh Lana Del Rey show. <laughs> then I show up at the Lana Del Rey show, a adult uh male all by myself. Yeah, one for Lana Del Rey, please. Uh I seem yeah. like a cre I I say on both ends I, I get it. Yeah. So I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I stayed home and uh look at me now. I wish I went. I wish I went, <laughs> yeah. Mike. Now, congratulations to you, Mike. Who do we do, 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 do? Pat, do we have Pat? Is Pat in transit from what I'm being I'm told? I'm here. Oh, look at I'm this. In, I'm, I'm in the house. I love it. Pat, how are you doing? I'm doing good now. Good, good. He's doing well now. Thank you, Pat. I appreciate it. And uh, Dudio, uh, Jason Dudio Gore, the host of The Hawk, is going to be here uh, soon. I believe he's uh, on assignment. He'll be back in the the building in in los angeles so we'll talk to him later in the show um you excited about this rank the hanks oh yeah this is a great topic and we already have almost a full phone bank for it thank you i can't wait people are ready when this chart drops wait till you see this it's gonna be hanks versus hanks versus hanks versus hanks and then some so yeah, so we'll, we'll and I'll talk to you both, uh, Pat and Mike. We'll talk to you more about this in a little bit. Um, let me take care of a little business at the top of the show. Uh, I want to let everybody know you can listen to the best show over at uh, the Patreon. The Patreon, if you want, there's the Patreon. Hey, everybody, you know the best way to support the best show? It's you go to the Patreon, patreon.com slash the best show you give a little bit recurring monthly you don't even feel it and you get all this bonus stuff we just put a new ask tom up there's going to be a four horsemen episode best show four horsemen episode going up later this week we got new things going up bonus content you can only get on the patreon uh and you can also get the uh ad free version of the best show there too and you also get the ad free version of the best show over at forever dog plus which is forever dog dot plus and i ask you with uh with peace and love i say please make sure you're subscribed to the podcast on your podcast app you just search the best show with tom sharpling and leave a rating and review while you're there every little bit helps and if you want to watch, speaking of YouTube, which I was speaking of earlier today, not actually on the show, speaking of YouTube, I was talking to somebody at the bus station that I hang out at. Um, I like to hang out at the bus station. I like, I'm a people. I like watching people. I'm a people watcher. I just like to watch people. You ever have a, you hear anybody like that? I just like to watch people. Really? I'm going to watch you. Want you. You're up to something, people watcher. You go to youtube.com slash best show for number four life, and you can watch all sorts of best show stuff up there. And then we're on all the socials at best show for life, number four. So um get a get a load of that. 
and uh yeah and that's uh that's it all that's you go all sorts of ways to participate and help and be a part of the best show let's uh do it to it and um what did i want to talk about oh first things first of course i got a stapler mailed to me to my home last week two weeks ago an electric stapler a pink electric stapler addressed to me no idea um who sent it it came from amazon no idea who sent it the mystery continues i don't know who sent me a pink electric stapler if it was you anybody listening if you did it just tell me so i cannot worry that uh you get murdered also we're going to be selling some best show equipment uh i was going to try to put it up last week on instagram it's going to go up this week uh there's a board there's some uh internet uh some wi-fi stuff a turntable stuff that was in the best show studio over the last couple of years that uh is redundant now and i'd rather just have it um find a nice new home rather than rot in a closet like electronics can do what else we got to talk about oh yeah yeah Report card grades. The best show. The grades are in. The 2022 report card grades are in for me and the best show staff. Um, Mike, are you there? I am. For 2020. Do you remember your grade for 2021 by any chance? <laughs> no, I don't. Okay, I, I don't either. Mike, <laughs> your grade for 2022, A minus. A minus. A okay. minus. A minus. Fair. Fair. Yeah. The minus is to keep you hungry. Mm-hmm. Pat. Mm. We got Pat. Pat, your grade now? Yes. Pat. A minus. <laughs> Thank uh-huh. you. We got an A minus. Mm-hmm. Jason Dudio Gore, do we have him now? Um, Andrew, Andrew, engineer, Andrew. Hey, Tom. Hey, Andrew. Congratulations. Well, first of all, this is your first report card grade. Yes, it sure is. Andrew, an A. Andrew got an A. Oh, thanks, Tom. Mm. Thank you. I got to wind up the the vets. Yeah. Give them some of you a little hungry, but I got to make you feel good with just a straight up A. They got an A minus. Get them a little hungry. Get the fire Mm, in the belly going. I get it. An A for you, Andrew. Well, thanks. Congratulations. And this is like for your first name. And then uh um Brett Davis. Uh Brett doesn't have a mic unless he wants to pop in the room real quick. Yeah, I'd like to give my son a, a verbal pat on the back. Your son. This <laughs> troubles me. This is suddenly we're heading into George Santos territory with AP Mike. <laughs> Brett well, Davis, your report card grades in for 2022 on Best Show A. You get an A. Okay. And, and he just walked out. He's not Good happy. job, son. Good job, son. Your, your, your papa said, 
Yeah. I prefer daddy. That. Oh, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> um, and my grade is in. Huh. D plus. A D plus. It's better than last. I think I got an F last year. Right. Anybody remember what I got as a report card grade last year? It was either F or D minus. It was a D plus this year. I feel good about that. I'm moving. It shows I'm moving up. I'm going to tell everybody right now. I war- I told you all last week. If the best show, we started the show in 2022 in a very different place than the show ended in 2022. I got to get the same level of where this show's starting now. I want to, I want the a commensurate level of movement and explosion and growth. Yeah, I'm thinking I got to do it this best show staff. I think I got a, I got a trout mask replica of his whole crew. Lock him in a house for eight months. Send one out for groceries once a week. One of you can go get go to the grocery store to buy uh, rice and beans in bulk. I think I got to put some fear. I think I got a trout mask replica of this whole crew. Lock them up. Huh. Get some real get some real juice out of them. But I'm saying the show's going to grow. We got goals for 2023. Goals. And if I don't hit these goals, I'm heading out. I'm donezo. Uh, Bye-bye. Best show. Toodly-doodly. We will be gone. Um, What are some goals for 2023? Here's a big goal for 2023. I want, as a guest... On the best show, I want Lana Del Rey to be a guest on the show. We got to make that happen. 2023. Anybody's got inroads? Anybody got connections? Want that to happen. Now, people are saying, oh, how are you going to make that happen? I don't know. I don't know. But we're going to do it. I want to get Lana Del Rey on the show. I'm nice. I'll be a, a super. I'm a super fan. I'll be extra kind. It will be a great environment for Lana Del Rey to come by and hang out and talk. So I look forward to pursuing that. What are the things you want to hear on the show? You can always let me know what you want to hear on the show at two zero one nine eight nine. Zero zero one two. Um, should we get into the uh, rank the Hanks? Should we just jump into it? Can we reveal? Can we reveal the 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 chart? I think we can do that. I think oh, working on it right now. Is that the first part of the chart? That's that's one division of the chart. Yes. Okay. Now everybody can see. Here are some of the matchups. 
the character. These are all the characters Tom Hanks has played over the years doing battle with each other. Rick Martin, his character on The Love Boat, is up against him as Kip Wilson uh, slash Buffy Wilson from Bosom Buddies. We have his character as a guest appearance on Taxi as Gordon uh, versus his character Dr. Dwayne Twitcher on Happy Days. Ned Donnelly, the recurring role he played as the uncle on Family Ties, squares off against his character Alan Baker, uh, Alan Bauer, the lead from Splash, his proper movie debut and the and the big hit, uh, the big hit that everybody loved. Then Rick Gasco, his character from Bachelor Party from 1984, uh, versus Richard Harlan Drew, the character from The Man with One Red Shoe. Then we have his character from the movie Volunteers, Lawrence Watley Born III, squaring off against Walter Fielding Jr. from The Money Pit. Then his character David Basner from Nothing in Common is against David Bradley, the Battle of the Davids from Every Time We Say Goodbye. Then the battle we've all talked about, Detective Pep Streback from Dragnet squaring off against Stephen Gold from Punchline. And then Josh Baskin, the kid from Big, against Mr. Short-Term Memory for the SNL sketch. Uh, That's a 1988 battle for the show. So those that's the first bracket. Um. Yeah, I'm just going to take some calls. Let's just get into it. Hello, best show. Hey, Tom, what's up? Uh, not a whole lot. To whom am I Dave. speaking? It's Dave. This is uh, Dave in Langhorn, Pennsylvania. Dave in Langhorn, Pennsylvania. How are you, Dave? I'm doing great. It's uh, it's great to talk to you. It's great to talk to you, Dave. Um, so... What do we uh, what, what play what, what, what now? We had no. We're uh, sorry. What you said? No, don't worry. You just you just said. So, Dave. Oh, gosh. What uh, what broad? You got something for the topic? We're gonna do the battle. Do. Rank uh, the Hanks. Do, can you see the chart? Do you see the chart over on the Twitch? Let me see if I can see. I just came back from walking my dog. So hold on, hold on one second. Well, uh, yeah, uh, we got Jason Dudio Gore is in studio now. The host of. <laughs> you might know that he's the host of the you, hawk. you don't have to say that every time no, but no, i appreciate no, 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 it no, i we, do no well we have to say it we have to say it contractually i know you have to, to it say, is a contract you know you yes. have to say you don't have to say it every time yes but that's part of the contract it. yes uh your report card grade is yes for 2022 yes a minus pat also got an a minus and so did Mike. oh well then that's great yeah that feels better uh, Andrew got an A. It's okay. All right, come. It's because he's new. Oh, you got it. You got to do it if he's new. Yeah. And Brett Davis got that. an A also. He deserves it. I mean, look at this. Look, everybody got an look A. Look at that. Everybody got an A. Everybody, what did a, you get? A D plus. That's good. That's better than last year. Last year I got an F. I yeah. D plus this year. Uh, we jo- did- Dave, are you back? Yes, I'm back. What were you doing? Letting your dog out? You said. Well, I was I was taking him for a walk 
uh, and that's when I found out it was bracket style. Yes. I didn't get a chance to see the brackets before. All right. Can you see them now? I was with the dog. What's that now? We do have an open. Um, we have a an we, open? we have an official open for Rank the Hanks. Oh, well, let's do that. Then we have to do that okay. before we rank the Hanks. Oh, well, let's do the opening for Rank the Hanks, and then we will rank the Hanks. Dave, I'm going to ask you to hold on. Are you, uh, how do we do the opening? Andrew, do you have it? Stupid is, stupid does, sir. Time to rank the Hanks. Forrest Gump. Mom always said life was like a box of chocolates. David S. Pumpkins. I'm David Pumpkins, man! Jimmy Dugan. There's no crying in baseball! Jim Lovell. Sheriff Woody. Reach for the sky. FBI agent Carl Hanratty. Larry Crown. Charlie Wilson from Charlie Wilson's War. Captain Phillips. Look at me, sure. Look at me, sure. I'm the captain now. Sully! Colonel Tom Parker. Mr. White. One hit wonders. It's a very common tale. Geppetto. Ray Peterson. Joe Banks. Why would I jump into a volcano? Girl Watcher. Mr. Short-Term Memory. Captain John H. Miller. Joe Fox. Josh Baskin. There's a million robots that turn into something. And this is a building that turned into a robot. What's fun about playing with a building? That's not any fun. Professor Robert Langdon. I'm here to find the Holy Grail and also rank the Hanks. Victor Navarosky. Got the... Uh, medicine is for God. And more. I'm just going to say that. Who will stand triumphant? Which Hanks will surprise you? Will it be your favorite? Or will it be an underdog nobody saw coming? It all starts right now on the best show with Tom Sharpling. Rank the Hanks. Jason. I just gotta say, yeah. If you had done this in 2022, it would it would have improved. You'd be looking at an A. Ah, uh, well, the video that's that's Davis, and I'm I'm just the the but, got it, but I'm saying, but that I'm just saying that part of it. Okay. And this is your rank the Hanks bed too, which I can okay. uh, send you. So. Okay. Yeah. It's time to rank the Hanks. It is time to rank the Hanks. Thank you for that. Thank you, Jason. Yeah. Thank you, Brett. Um. I should sit up. It looks makes me look like I'm uh, like I'm uh, some sort of uh, like I'm a jerk doing a job interview when I sit back in the chair. I'm just like I sit back in the chair. I'm like, so tell me, uh, what do you uh, where do you see yourself in five years? No, it's best show. I'm up proper. Sit properly for the best show for for Christ's sake, right? Dave, are you there? I'm here. Let's look at this, Brad. What do you think? What are you thinking? Well, I was thrilled to hear one of my Hanks mentioned. And uh, I would like to throw my weight behind Colonel Tom Parker. Okay, we're not there yet. We're not there. We're not there yet. We're on bracket one. 
Okay. So, uh, all right. I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, uh, I didn't understand it was. A oh, go ahead, hang tight. You hang tight. Hang, hang, junior. Hold on one second, junior. Okay. Okay. We have how much we have four. Are there four brackets? Uh, check in real quick. I believe so. There were, there ultimately will be four brackets. Yes. And do we have, oh, like there's bracket number two is up right now. The girl watcher from SNL versus Ray Peterson from the Burbs. Detective Scott Turner from Turner and Hooch against Joe from Joe versus the Volcano. Sherman McCoy from Bonfire of the Vanities against Jimmy Dugan from A League of Their Own. Sam Baldwin from Sleepless in Seattle versus Andrew Beckett from Philadelphia. Forrest Gump versus Jim Lovell. From Apollo 13, that's one of those tough ones right there. Uh, Sheriff Woody versus Mr. White from uh, That Thing You Do. Captain John Miller from Saving Private Ryan against Joe Fox from You've Got Mail. And Phil and Paul Edgecombe from The Green Mile against Chuck Nolan from Castaway. That's a tough, that's a tough uh, division. Can we see Division 3 by any chance? We are still working on that one. Tom. Okay, cool, cool. But we got Division One. We got Division Two. Let's go to Division One, right off the bat, please. If we can, we can make some. Let's just start putting some uh, in on Division One. Are we? Everybody can see it. Dave, can you see it by any chance? Um, I don't see it yet. Uh, but I think oh. it's on a little bit of delay. All right, here it goes. There we yeah, go. I can see it. Give me, let's talk to Dave. What do you think about, for example, uh, I'm going to say right off the bat, we can fill some of these in. Rick Martin on the Love Boat versus uh, Kip on Bosom Buddies. That's a Bosom Buddies. Bosom Buddies moves forward on that one. That's Kip slash Buffy Wilson moves forward on that one. Uh, Any thoughts on Dwayne, Dr. Dwayne Twitcher versus Gordon? Happy Days versus Uh, Taxi. What do you think? Anything? I've never seen. I didn't know he was ever on Happy Days okay, or well, Taxi. All right, all right. Well, let's, I don't let's, know if I've okay. ever seen an episode of Taxi. You don't know if you've ever seen an episode of Taxi. Yeah, I don't think I have. What do you have against uh, Jeff Conaway? <laughs> I've got nothing. Uh, Jeff Con. I know Tim Conway. I don't know Tim oh. Conway. I got nothing against him. Well, get ready. You, you ever see the movie Grease? I did, yeah. You ever see Kaniki? Oh, he's Kaniki. Yeah, he's one of the Thunderbirds. Okay. He's one no, of the I definitely. I, I, I'm a fan of his. He's one of the Thunderbirds for Christ's sake. <laughs> yeah. So no, no okay, look. So right off the bat, we got Kip slash Buffy Wilson moving out of the first round. Doctor Dwayne Twitcher versus Gordon from Happy Days. That's a coin flip. What are we thinking? Dudio thoughts. Uh, I, I as a viewer, I'm a I'm a taxi man. You're a taxi man, a taxi so you man. know what? I'll spot. Let's go with. I don't know what. To, yeah, let's go with taxi. Let's All go right, with taxi. Right on. Then round the next round. Ned Donnelly from Family Ties, the uncle who was caught drinking the vanilla extract because he he was an alcoholic in the house in the Keaton house. They caught him drinking the vanilla extract. Um, which actually was like a tutorial on how to uh, get drunk in your house as a child. That alone is enough to move it forward, but I will have to go with Alan Bauer from Splash. Goes forward in the next round. 
Then we go Rick Gasco. And and uh, Dave, you got any other ones here? Or I'm going to move on and take another call if you don't. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I only have Tom Tom Park. Okay, goodbye. I got Tom Park. <laughs> hey, yes, yes. Quite a conundrum. Quite a conundrum. Colonel Tom Parker. Yeah, quite a conundrum. Quite a conundrum. Yeah, the snowman. Yes. I'm going to, we want you to sing uh, Jingle Bells, Elvis. Yes, you sing Jingle Bells. Hey, man, I'm not singing Jingle Bells. Yes, you sing, uh, we wish you a Merry Christmas. Uh, Elvis, sing uh, Christmas songs, yes? Look, I know that movie, I know biopics have to take some sort of luxury, like uh, like uh, artistic license with things. I'm going to say this. I know factually that El- that Colonel Tom Parker did want that 68 special to be Christmas themed. Do I think he was actually dressed in a Christmas sweater walking the halls of NBC when he realized then when Elvis started singing, if I can dream, I don't, I think they might've smushed a couple events together on that one. Okay. Um, Rick Gasco from bachelor party against Richard. Harlan Drew from Man with Run Red Shoe. We got to go with Bachelor Party moves it forward. Lawrence Watley, born the third and volunteers versus Walter Fielding Jr. Let's go to the phone, see if anybody has any thoughts. Hello, Best Show. Hello, Tom. You did it, you rat bastard. Thank you so much. To whom am I speaking? You're speaking to Jake in uh, St. Paul, Minnesota, east of the Mississippi. Oh, Jake. You, uh, so sorry for the football loss at AP Mike. His gain is your loss, Jake. I grew up near Green Bay and a Packers fan, so mostly on Mike's side. So you, as a Packers fan, are, uh, you have bigger fish to fry with that wackadoodle as, uh, the quarterback. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, been, a, been a bit of a downward spiral of character. So, yeah. The you went, the guy went from the State Farm commercials to uh, selling Alex Jones cream. Uh, right? Yeah. Next thing you know, he'll be insulting Curtis Thunberg on uh, Twitter or something. Yeah, good times. It is good times. He's really... Uh, it's really an amazing legacy to see how uh, Aaron Rodgers is playing out the the golden years of his career. Um, well, go ahead. What we don't want to forget Brett Favre D pick, so it's just a quarterback thing in Green Bay. Look, but, Brett Favre. Hey, hey, you lay off hey. Brett Favre. I'm telling you right now. He believes that there should be a giant stadium for women's volleyball in Mississippi, and he should be get a little bit of that. He should get a taste of the money on that, if you know what I mean. He should just get a taste. Better than building a water plant in Jackson. I got a thing. I think Brett Favre, I think we're going to see, there's going to be a period where Brett Favre is going to be, he's not going to be wearing uh, Packers green. He's going to be wearing prison orange. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Wonder if he'll get on his orange jumpsuit. If he'll get like Farve on the back. Yeah, 
What number was he as a player? Four, I think. Four. Okay. Which is what he gets. He's going to get four to eight years in jail. So he should probably go with the four. He should have four dash eight on the back of his uniform, uh, on the back of his uh, jumpsuit. So what do you got for this, uh, Jake? What do you got for this? Do you have the bracket back up? I mean, we have division one is up on the board. Division one is up on the screen right now. Okay, I'm seeing it right now. And where are we at? We got the first four. (laughs) Jake, it's no rush. It's no rush. We got four of them. Oh, we got four of them answered. I'm going to ask you. What do you think about Lawrence Watley, born the third from Volunteers, versus Walter Fielding Jr. from the Money Pit? Thoughts? I don't know much about either character. All right, all right. Then let's move on to one you might know. Let's move on to one you might know. Josh Baskin from Big versus Mr. Short-Term Memory from Saturday Night Live. I think so, because I think he can go big. He can like that's an advantage in a fight. Cause also we need to describe the fights with some of these too. Yeah. Like, look, can I describe a fight with Rick Martin versus Kip Wilson? Not really. Not exactly his his most <laughs> dynamic characters. But Alan Bauer from Splash went through all sorts of stuff to get that mermaid out of there. He's got some fight in him. Rick Gasco from Bachelor Party put together a pretty crazy bachelor party. They had everything going on at that thing. You couldn't make a movie like that these days. I tell you, you couldn't make a movie like that. I tell you, you couldn't make that movie these days. Oh, we got Bill Burr in here? You can't make that movie these days. You couldn't make that movie. So, okay. Josh Baskin has that little kid thing where he can be a little kid and he'll but he's got adult strength he of course he's going to beat mr short-term memory josh baskin murders mr short-term memory the last thing mr short-term memory remembers is that he just got piano stomped by a little by a a full-grown adult playing uh chopsticks or whatever song he was playing dun 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 Da, 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 da. What song is that? Do, do, do. Heart and Soul. Heart and Soul, yes. Yeah. So Josh Baskin moves forward. Uh, Jake, any thoughts on Detective Pep Strebeck from Dragnet versus Stephen Goldie, stand-up comedy uh, uh, of veteran in the movie Punchline? Comedians over cops every time. Comedians over cops. Except, yeah, yeah. But yeah, for the most part, yeah, Steve Gold's going for it. Look, the, the reality is the Dragnet cop would shoot the stand-up comic <laughs> and then throw a knife down next to him and say, he came at me. He'd have that kind of like that, uh, what do you call that when, they, when the, you have those uh, throw-down weapons? Yeah. Throw down a little bit of the old uh, Bolivian marching powder and a switchblade next to the person. But 
everybody knows in 2023, no one plays dirtier than a stand-up comic. They'll do whatever it takes. If they made Punchline in 2023... Oh, they couldn't make Punchline. <laughs> they couldn't make Punchline. But would it be like Legion of Skanks? Yeah, so do take that to the Hulk, buddy. <laughs> I don't want, I don't want uh, none of that heat coming my way. Pat or Mike, any thoughts? Any thoughts? A cop versus a stand-up comic? I think the comic... You think he'd win, Stephen Gold? Yeah, but Pep's... I don't know. I mean, the Pep was kind of like fun. Yeah, I mean, he's... he was kind of like a comic. Pep was, yeah, and then was. they dealt with the pagans and all that stuff in the pit. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen either of these movies. I thought you considered yourself a cinemaphile. <laughs> I have huge gaps. I mean, yeah, I'm looking at some of these movies. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. Uh, Huge gaps in my Tom Hanks These, uh, Mike, do you know filmography. What the, do you know what the Criterion Closet is? Do you know what that is? Yeah, yeah. Well, this there's something also called the Criterion Toilet, and you can <laughs> check a lot of these movies out. These are Criterion Criterion yeah, uh-huh. Toilet movies. Um, we're going That's a good with question the, now. What's that? Is there a Criterion Tom Hanks movie? Is there a criterion, Tom Mike? Are you saying that is there one already in it or one that should be in it? I think that there one there should be one for mazes and monsters. You're saying mazes and monsters, the the Dungeons and Dragons TV movie, <laughs> the Dungeons and Dragons fear <laughs> driver of a. Of it's a, al- it's always the film that you least suspect, and that would be this for Tom. Hanks. Yeah, I don't know. If, I'm not sure if he that character's up here, uh, Pat. I'd say um, Philadelphia would probably be a criterion. Could be Jonathan Demme. Could yeah. be there. Um, maybe. Maybe. Okay. I mean, he was also. Research. Yeah. He also played um, <laughs> Buffalo Bill in Silence of the Lambs, which I know is in the Criterion Collection. Um, wait, no, that was not him. <laughs> We're going to move forward. Stephen Gold from Punchline takes that round. And then right off the, because stand-up comics are like cockroaches. They... They survive somehow. Um, then we get to David Basner from Nothing in Common, who was playing an ad executive in that movie. That was a movie where Jackie Gleason was his father, directed by Gary Marshall. Theme music by anyone? Anyone? The Thompson Twins did the <laughs> title track for that. Uh, Jake, any thoughts or I'm going to move on, buddy? Uh, not really. Just again, the vote for Robbie Wheeling. He has a sword and he's insane. So, uh, okay. Thank you so much All right. Thanks, buddy. Call. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and I don't know anything about every time we say goodbye. So I'm just going to say an ad executive is going to win in any sort yeah. of fight. They're going to play dirty. David Basner moves forward from that. Then the final unanswered round is the trickiest one. Lawrence Watley, born the third, who was a fancy pants guy who was forced to to uh, grow up in volunteers versus Walter Fielding Jr., a suburbanite who watched his house fall apart and went crazier and crazier in the money pit. I'm going to side with crazy on this one. I'm going to side with crazy. 
Yeah. Walter Fielding Jr. moves forward. He would murder wow. the volunteer. The volunteers guy, when you're soft, you're soft. You still got that soft streak in you. You give you'll give up. You'll give up. He'll give up in a fight. The first round of Division One has been settled. Bum bum bum. All right, Division Two. Division Two. We're moving on to Division Two. Let's take a call here. Let's take a call first. Hello, Best Show. Hey, Tom. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. To whom am I speaking? Uh, my name is Jacob, and I'm from Illinois. Jacob from Illinois. What's up, Jacob? Not much. I'm just on my way home. Jacob, what do you want to hear on the best show in 2023? What kind of things do you want to hear? I already announced one of the big goals is to get Lana Del Rey as a guest. What other things would you want on the show? Some people, I want to say this. Also, Jacob, some people. What, what are you at the bus station? What's going on there? Some people are saying, oh, do another 24-hour show. Never. Never happening again. That ain't happening. So let's move forward as if that ain't that's never happening. We'll look for other things we can do in the year. Any other thoughts? Anything you want to hear in this in the calendar year, my friend? Um, I don't know. I guess maybe some more Julie Klausner. She's always a it's a to listen to. Yeah, we could get Julie Klausner on the show. You know where else you can hear me and Julie Klausner? <laughs> Every week is Double Threat, the other show I do. There's two hours a week of that. Of me and her. Well, we're breaking our... Four hours. Back. We're breaking our freaking backs over there on Double Threat. And you're like, oh, you know who might be fun is Julie Klausner might be fun. It would be fun. It would be fun. <laughs> But me and Julie are breaking our bleeping backs over there. So what do you got for this chart? Any thoughts of the Hanks versus Hanks action? Um, Well, I have an idea for a later Tom Hanks film, but they're still probably working on it. So I'll just... Let me just say, let me just say, Jacob, and to everybody else listening, if you're calling and you have thoughts about, like, which characters would be particularly strong... Oh, I can't stand this. What was that? If you have thoughts about which character might be particularly strong, you can voice that and we will we will factor it into when we um get to that character. So even if that bracket if that bracket is not up in front of you, we can uh, we can talk about it later. You can you can set the table so to speak. Um Hello, Best Show. Hello. Hello. Hello, Nicole uh, from San Jose. Nicole from San Jose. How are you tonight, Nicole? Very good. Uh, Happy New Year. Oh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. Thank you. Thank you, Nicole. Um, Do you have something, do you have thoughts about Tom Hanks, the filmography, which characters would be strong? We have Division 2 up on the screen right now, which is, again, uh, there's some good matchups there. you got uh, Saving Private Ryan versus You've Got Mail. Hmm. The big one is Forrest Gump versus Jim Lovell, the astronaut in Apollo 13. 
that's the big battle on that one. Um, Sherman McCoy from the Bonfire of the Vanities against Jimmy Dugan. Duggan from A League of Their Own. So many interesting ones. Uh, Nicole, any thoughts? Yes. I mean, Jimmy Dugan, uh, for sure. I agree with that. I I think he is a grizzled baseball player in the 40s and he was like uh mm-hmm. yeah he would he's gonna beat some wishy-washy uh lawyer like sherman mccoy he's also right? an old drunk too and like ready to fight he's ready to fight so i think nothing to lose he would probably take a bat and pummel <laughs> Sherman McCoy into a pile of goo. Jimmy Duggan, Duggan, right there. And is somebody, are you entering these? Who's entering these? Oh, I'm telling uh, Davis. Oh, great. There you go. Thank you so, so much. Thank you. All right. That's a good one, Nicole. Any other thoughts? Any other thoughts? Uh, Jim Lavelle for Apollo 13, I think, could win. But the thing is, Forrest Gump, he's fast. He's a he's a combat veteran. He's got the same skill set that Jim Lovell has. They both went through, I'm assuming Jim Lovell went through some degree of probably through the Air Force to become an astronaut. They both have the same back history. Forrest Gump's also fast. He pulled everyone out of the uh, in Nam. He pulled everyone out of the He's the jungle. A war hero, yes. Medal, He's a he war. Medal of Honor, correct? He did, I believe. LBJ gave yeah. him the Medal of Honor. Think about that, Nicole. Does that uh, that's right? Yeah, that's true. And he's eating all that shrimp. That's protein, right? That's protein. Mm-hmm. He's eating those chocolates. They give him like fast speed, like bursts of energy. But then he's got these, the shrimp. I think I might have to go with Forrest Gump in that one. I I, per, I personally think Gump is going to go very very far. I really do. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna sleep on it for a minute, but I'm leaning towards Gump on that one. Nicole, any other thoughts before we say goodbye? Uh, let me see. I think Joe Banks. He survived a lot. I think Joe Banks could win. Joe Banks. Where are we at with Joe Banks from Joe versus the Volcano? That is Joe Banks is a, a that is somebody who was challenged by the world and and survived. That's what you're saying, right? He Yeah. This dude literally fought a bleeping volcano. Against Turner and Hooch. Yeah. When Tom Hanks plays a cop, they're usually like kind of like quirky. At this point in his career, the cops are all like wacky. They're wacky, silly cops. But what if there was a dark side to Hooch that we're just not familiar with that oh, he yeah. could just sick <laughs> on? Yeah, Hooch and Joe. That's true. I think we would have to say, just like Ant Man, and from what I was told, we're going to have director Peyton Reed on the show in the next couple weeks to talk about Ant Man and the Wasp. Quantumania, the movie I was unceremoniously cut out of, comes out in February. We'll have him on to talk about that. God knows why, but we will. 
just like Ant-Man can control the ants and Aquaman can control the fishes, uh, you, you got Turner can control Hooch. Yeah. But the whole thing is, ain't seen Hooch bite nobody. On camera that we know of. Well, what am I doing here? Off camera stuff? Off camera stuff could play, play into this. A, Hooch is a lovable dog. That's what I'm saying. He's one of the, he's a nice dog. Until he gets the right command. So you think when Turner goes, Mike, Mike, what do you think about this? Pat, help me out here. I've never seen Turner Hooch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But I think we gotta. I think I think we gotta lay off of of um, off camera assumptions for this one. Oh, you so you so you think that Jason is being a fantabulist by saying that Turner has some killer commands for Hooch that we just haven't seen yet. But does Joe? Sur- I've never seen Joe versus a volcano. Does he survive? He jumps in. Is that the end of the movie? Pat, tell him what the end of Joe versus Volcano is. He jumps in the volcano. Uh-huh. And then he he kind of becomes part of this uh, world down there. And then he has this to is fight his how, way This out. is not how. Okay. Well, that's Hooch is a big either. dog, and he's ready to fight. All right. Very interesting. Very interesting. Nicole, we're going to say goodbye. All right. And thanks so much for uh, the really call. Really quickly, though. Just, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just really quickly. Uh, Courtney Love, get her on. Thanks for taking my call. You want Courtney Love on the show? That would be amazing. Courtney okay, yeah, Love. Slice of Thank you so much, Nicole. All right. Thank you. Bye. Okay, bye. This is interesting. Hooch. Pat's saying that Hooch, that assuming that, that uh, proposing that Turner has some kill switch for Hooch is too much. But then he also said that Joe went into another world. Maybe I'm getting two volcanoes mixed up with that. But but no, I think for anyone listening and the callers, we need to assume that the the filmography stands as as uh, sure. so you're, the law. Gotcha. So you're saying, Pat, you're saying, and this All is right. a fair point. Okay. You're saying what's on screen defines that's the, our canon defines canon. the character. Yeah. Sure. Which, I mean, is fair, because then you don't want to assume that, like, Ray Peterson from the Burbs also owns a a tank that we just haven't seen. You can't assume that uh, his character in Bosom Buddies had magical powers beyond, uh, you know, off screen. Fair enough. But but in Turner and Hooch, whenever Scott Turner was being attacked by any criminals or anything, Hooch came to his rescue. Hooch was there. He didn't tear them apart on screen. But what did he do? He he saved them. How? Slobbered all over them. Joe versus the volcano in that ah, one. Come slobbered on, all over. You slobber over a volcano. He jumped in the volcano. Yeah. He gave up. But if, if dog slobbers all over a volcano, that ain't mean. <laughs> picture, okay, picture Joe Banks is fighting Scott Turner on right. the lip of the volcano. Okay. You think you don't think Hooch splits? Hooch oh yeah, Hooch, Hooch is not gonna. He's not gonna jump in. Hooch, Hooch ain't jumping. He's smart. 
Okay. Well, this ain't not about being smart. It's okay. about winning the fight. All right. I got bigger fights Joe than this. Banks moves okay. forward in that round. Ray Peterson in the Burbs is dealing with a psychopath. Uh, murderers. He's literally dealing with murderers. It's like Rear Window versus the Girl Watcher from SNL. <laughs> I, we got to go with Ray Peterson yeah. on that one. Ray Peterson is a is a a guy pushed to the limits. Um. So we go did the first three there. Sam Baldwin in Sleepless in Seattle versus Andrew Beckett in Philadelphia. Oh. I'm going with Andrew Beckett on that. Was Sleepless in Seattle? What what was he in that one? Of? He, he was a dad whose uh, whose wife had recently passed away. Mm-hmm. His son calls in to a call in show to basically say, "Hey, somebody get my dad no, a date." It's not, he's not going. But then he travels across the country. Oh, 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 oh. he traveled across the country. And uh, as far as I know, Andrew just stayed in Philadelphia. Andrew's got a lot of fight. He does have a lot. A of lot fight. of fight. We're and, going. Andrew Beckett moves forward, against, and a Springsteen song, and a Neil, and a Neil Young, Young song. song. So, yes. yeah. I think we got to give it to an anybody named Andrew from Philadelphia should always win. Well, that's Andrew from Philadelphia saying that. And uh, <laughs> big battle, Mike. Andrew is from Philadelphia. Mike is rooting for the Giants. This is a big one. Oh yeah. Oh, I know. Does Andrew want some action? Oh, this is let's let's get a bet going right now. Let's get a bet going right now. Oh on the man. Show. Okay. Do How it. much you want to bet? I'll leave that up to Mike, and I'll see if I can if I could swing it. Four hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> a touchdown. That uh-huh. yeah, it might be a bit out of my uh, pay grade. Andrew, they're gonna win. I know, but I don't. You're I, gonna clean up. I know, but I don't think. Eh. So I, I can't take the chance, man. It's a lot of cash. A lot of cash. 20 bucks. 20 bucks is great. 20 Make bucks. Make it interesting. Make it interesting. 20 bucks. <laughs> a $20 bet. I love it. A $20 bet. Make it interesting. AP Mike. Or what about this? What if each of you, it's 20 bucks plus, the other person writes a paragraph that the other one has to read Ooh. on the air? What about that? Ooh. With no comma. You have to read whatever the other person wrote. Uh-huh. What do you think? Sort of the uh, walk of shame. Yeah, kind of like Liter- am... literary style. <laughs> exactly. Like if you wrote, hey, <laughs> it's me. A literary walk of shame. Exactly. You want to uh-huh. sweeten it with that? Uh huh. Yeah, All right. Be fun. Okay, yeah, that's what that. the bet. Now the bet's on. And this is just straight up winners, losers. No points. Yeah. No point. Yeah. Okay. All right. I like this. All right. I like it too. Cool. All right. And uh, let's see. We're looking at the chart now. Sheriff Woody from Toy Story (sighs) versus Mr. White, the record executive from That Thing You Do. Look, everybody loves Woody. He's a cowboy. He's also four inches tall. (laughs) He's a toy. Versus some record executive scumbag. From yeah. the 60s? Yeah. A 60s record executive? He probably has <laughs> murdered five people already just to sign the wonders he probably murdered. He probably murdered. He would have murdered the wonders if he could have sold more copies of that record. I think that's a Mr. White uh, yeah. going away. He's going to take Sheriff Woody. He's going to just, he's going to throw him in. He's going to, he's going to just, uh, 
throw him in a garbage can. Well, also, Woody can't activate while Mr. White's looking at him. He's just going to lay there all... That's a, that's a great point, lump, too. Limp, limp and still. Yeah. Pat, any thoughts on that one? I know you're a big fan of Sheriff Woody. Uh, I think Jason makes a valid point at the end there. Thank you, uh, Pat. Co- according to the lore of the film, which, you know, <laughs> we're following film lore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, all on screen. The, the, yeah. On screen lore would tell us that in this Disney picture, uh, Woody only becomes animated when he's not around humans. So Woody's out on mm-hmm. this one. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Uh, so Captain John Miller from Saving Private Ryan versus Joe Fox, a bookstore owner. He manages a Barnes and Noble, I believe. No, he, uh, he manages, uh, he's one of the owners of Fox Books. Oh, which is the small store. Which is the big store oh, the big, that shuts down the shop around the, it is supposed to be, yeah. Yeah. Fox. I always wanted to write a story. What's that now? Anybody? Hello, best show. Hi, this is Rose from Tacoma. Rose, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. Tacoma, Washington, eh? Yeah, that's correct. What's a great band from Tacoma, Washington? Uh, There's a really good hardcore band I love called Denial of Life. They're a bit local, but they're great. Great, and uh, nice there's also been a band called Enumclaw. Yeah, they rule. Okay, they're really great. My sister lives in Tacoma, and she's seen Unumclaw. T Town quite a yes. few times. They're, Very fancy. Yeah, I, Very I fancy. heard their demo last year and was really blown away by them. Yeah. All right, that's a Tacoma is happening. So, any thoughts, Rose, <laughs> on this list? Any thoughts? You just touched on it, but I was going to also comment Mr. White being a record executive. He's probably going to get far with his connections. Oh, yeah. Woody being a plastic toy is probably going straight into a wood chipper. Yeah. Absolutely. He's going to to become Woody. Pile of wood. (laughs) So he tosses him a wood chipper. (laughs) Yeah, we got to go with... uh, That's not one that's not even close. That's Mr. White. Now when you go to... Saving Private Ryan, Captain John H. Miller, squaring off against a bookstore owner. Thought any thoughts on oh, that, Rose? Well, does he? Is, are they both in their elements? Is that established? Let's just say they both bring their weapon of choice to the table. Uh, John, Captain John Miller, brings a machine gun. To the table, and Joe Fox brings a copy of the Prince Harry book. <laughs> to he the... also has a boat. He could bring his boat. <laughs> or his dog. His... He has a dog, too. Brinkley. What do you think dogs are? I think, th- dogs... I think they are weapons in this situation. You And every other situation. My dog is a weapon. Well, first of all, I've met your dog. <laughs> your dog ain't no weapon. Unless, unless, you're the one, unless you're throwing Hans yeah. at somebody. Yeah, well. Hans ain't no weapon. Well, we'll see. Will we? We'll see. We'll That's see. all I got to oh, say. I'm glad to see. Um, yeah, I I think that one is not even close. Yeah. I think the cap the the U.S. Army captain mows down the bookstore owner, who will just be like, uh, "We got uh, cat calendars." <laughs> 
Yeah, that's Captain John H. Miller going away. Paul Edgecombe from the Green Mile against Chuck Noland from Castaway. That's a tricky one. A prison guard versus the guy who Chuck Noland who learned how to stay alive on that island. A nightstick versus a volleyball. Thoughts? Well, I, mean, I think it's got to go to to the castaways. Yeah. He's got got to have MacGyver yeah. skills going on. Mike, going to build any weapon. Mike, Pat, any thoughts here? Rose is saying we got to go with Castaway. I, I, Castaway was on my top pick when you when I thought of this topic. Okay. Uh, yeah. When you first when you first brought it up today or yesterday rather, I was like, I was like that that's at the top of my list for for anyone. Yeah, he's uh, a sur- he's a survivor. He knows how to yeah. stay alive. Also, before the island, when he was working for FedEx, like, he was very methodical. Like, mm-hmm. he was always, yes, you know, and he's... so that part's going to be there along with the madness of the island. There's an intelligence yes. at work, yes. Uh, Mike, have you seen either of these movies? I have seen them. Uh, which one has the the one with the guy opens his mouth and butterflies come out? That, green that would mile? be the Green Mile. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't like that guy. I'm gonna go with Castaway as okay, well. So I think I think this one is clear. There we go. Castaway moves forward in that round, which leaves us just with the biggie: Forrest Gump versus Jim Lovell, an astronaut versus Forrest Gump. I gotta say, I think Forrest Gump wins yeah, this I think one. It's Gump. Yeah, Forrest Gump's be, crafty. Gotta be Gump. Forrest Gump's crafty. They, 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 I'm going Gump. You're going Gump. Let's go Gump. <laughs> We're going gump on that one. That's that's division two. First round of division two has been answered. There's a typo in uh, Forrest Gump. Hey, hey, Davis, your dad said there's a typo. Oh, look at this. Um, yeah, now you know you it know, feels. It's... I write a, a freaking book and Mike goes, yeah, you know, it's a typo. On <laughs> page 140. Well, what, what did you the, think? Uh, what did you think it... of the book? I do think there's a typo on page 140. <laughs> Fix it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll tell you. Yeah. This is, this is, Mike, Mike is like, you know the best part of this thing? I hope this whole list works out to where the final thing is is uh, Forrest Gump fighting Walt Disney, which is a very, there's a very possible thing that saving Mr. Banks, Walt Disney could be in a battle, or it could be Larry Crown, versus forest versus uh the guy from bachelor party <laughs> um okay so that's the first two divisions are taken care of now we go to division three and a run through these and i do want to say brett davis you couldn't you killed it on this amazing the pictures of tom hanks age with each respective bracket Here's where we start. Michael Sullivan Jr. Oh, this is a good one. Michael Sullivan Jr., the mob guy from Road to Perdition versus FBI agent Carl Hanratty from Catch Me If You Can. That's a good one. Then Abraham Lincoln (laughs) against, from Freedom, a story of us, against Professor G.H. Dorr. From the Coen Brothers' Lady Killers movie, renowned as one of their best movies, if not the best Coen Brothers movie. 
Um, <laughs> this is one I think is a sleeper. Victor oh, yeah. Navorsky from the terminal against the conductor from the Polar Express. <laughs> I've got Victor very high on my list. Okay. Then we have Scrooge from the Polar Express against Santa Claus. <laughs> This is horrifying because he plays multiple characters in in uh, the Polar Express. Then the next round, this is another tough yeah. one. Professor Robert Langdon from the Da Vinci Code against Charlie Wilson from Charlie Wilson's War. Another tough one. Mr. Gable from the Great Buck Howard <laughs> against Larry Crown, the titular character from Larry Crown. Then Thomas Shell Jr. from Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close, which I never saw, against Dr. Henry Goose from Cloud Atlas. And the final round of the final matchup of Division Three, the hotel manager from Cloud Atlas versus Isaac Sachs from Cloud Atlas. He played multiple characters in Polar Express and Cloud Atlas, so those are represented. Very wow. similar movies. Yeah. Very similar movies. Initial thoughts here? <sighs> Look, I just got to say right off the bat, Santa Claus beats Scrooge. Santa Claus ain't losing no fights to Scrooge. Santa Claus might win this whole thing just because he's Santa Claus. That top one's really tough. A mob guy? Yeah. Versus the crafty, clever FBI agent who caught, he caught him. He caught him. He said, catch me if you can. And he said, I caught you. I'll see you in France. And then he said, I caught you. Yeah. Now you're going to the can jail. That was the final line. That was my favorite line. That was my favorite line 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 in the the movie. movie. Because Leonardo DiCaprio goes, catch me if you can. (laughs) And he's got this laugh. (laughs) And he runs away, and there's a little puff of smoke behind him when he runs away. And then finally, a cage that he, uh, Carl Hanratty paints a tunnel on a wall. And then, catch me if you can, runs through it. And he's like, I just painted this freaking thing. How'd you run through it? Then he tries to run through it and just hits the wall. Then he eventually sets a giant. (laughs) mouse trap up and the kid from catch me if you can likes cheese so much he gets caught in the mouse trap and he's he goes, real hungry he's been he's working on that he's printing running, press in france forever for so long he finally catches him and he goes catch me if you can eh i caught you i caught i can catch you i did catch you now you're the one going to the can aka jail directed by steven spielberg um yeah, this is maybe the best episode of the best show that's ever happened. I just want to say that. Right. <laughs> I kind of agree. Um, that's a tough one, man. What do you What do you feel in your gut? I think Catch Me If You Can wins because the mob. He was not very good in Road to. He was cold. He was a cold blooded killer. Yeah, but he was. He was. He had a. He had a weakness to him. His humanity got the best of him. Yeah, if I remember correctly, I saw the movie once. And I, I saw it. I owned it on DVD, but I only saw it once. You ever see that movie, Mike? Which one, Tom? Road to Perdition. 
I think I saw it, but I have like very little recall. Yeah, it sucked <laughs> about that one. Yeah, it sucked. That's when that dude from American uh, Oh God Beauty thought he could tell any story of anything. Did he oh, do okay, Dunkirk yeah. too? No, which one? No, Nineteen Seventeen. Oh, sorry, Nineteen Seventeen. Can you believe this guy? What did, I... did Sam Mendes do? Dunkirk. Mike, can you believe he this guy? Could have. <laughs> Pat, can you believe this guy? Oh my God. I don't believe this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I love Pat. Has seen, has not seen Nineteen Seventeen, but has got no problem turning the screws. Yeah. I'm with you, Pat. Um, so we're going hand ratty. Gotta think about that one for a second. Okay. Let's take, let's uh, let's take a couple of the easy ones. Larry Crown beats the Great Buck Howard just yeah. because he's Larry Bleepin' Crown. He would say, "My name's Larry Bleepin' Crown. What what part of that did you miss?" He's doing a Jack Nichols. Yeah, that that's what Larry my favorite Crown, part. You know when yeah. Larry Crown is being funny, does it? Oh. He does when he did the Joker. I mean, I, I had to bring it back yeah. many, many, many times. How did that sound? Wait till they get a load of me, Larry Crown. <laughs> um. So what do we got here? Thomas Shell. So that's Larry Crown. Thomas Shell Jr. from Extremely Loud, Incredibly Up Close, uh, incre- Incredibly Whatever. I didn't see it. Yeah. Uh, Cloud. We got to go with Doctor Henry Goose from Cloud Atlas on that one, just by default, unless yeah. somebody wants to make a case. For it, you gotta go, Goose. Rose, any thoughts? I, I haven't seen a lot of later Hanks, if I'm being honest. Okay. Uh, I do definitely agree that. Uh, oh gosh, I always forget his character in the Terminal. Oh, he's Victor Victor Navorsky. Victor Navorsky, he's going far. He's, he's gonna go far. He's the heart of America on his side. If he's you got all that stuff he's gathered with the terminal, I think we're noticing a characteristic here in these Tom Hanks movies. He either plays someone in a position of authority who is whose humanity makes them less commanding than the position of authority might allow, versus. People who are are not extraordinarily gifted, but have incredible perseverance. Uh, Castaway, The Terminal, all these movies. It's just somebody who hangs on and don't don't give up. Yeah. So right off the bat, Victor Navorsky versus the conductor from Polar Express. Victor Navorsky was lived in a, a stupid airport. He got by an airport. He was doing. He was doing catch up on crackers. Well, and then also he was uh, bringing back the uh, smart carts to get some coinage to get yes. Burger King, and then yes. he just wolfed it down. Yeah, he's crafty. Victor Navorsky moves forward in that round. Hey, my friend. Anybody here? Uh, my friends. Are they here? They can come sit in here too. If we're talking about this as we go through it, they can join us if we Let me don't. See if they're here. Don't mind. Uh. uh Abraham Lincoln versus Professor G.H. Dorr from The Lady Killers. He's uh, scummy in that movie. He's scummy. He's just a pile of scum. And I sometimes think you got to side with scum. Mike, Pat, any thoughts? Um, I can tell you I walked out of it. On lady killers 
Wow. Uh, the crazy thing. That. The crazy like, thing is, he walked out of the lake because he saw it on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> he saw it on a plane. He saw it on a plane and he walked out. It was that bad, folks. No, um, Mike. Yeah, I got to I have to go with Lincoln. Lincoln. Yeah. Oh, Lincoln. You're going with Lincoln, eh? Yeah. Interesting. Wait, what was freedom of? What is history of us? Was it a movie? Can you believe was this it... guy? He doesn't know freedom, I, I the history of us. Mike, can you believe this guy? <laughs> Have you seen I it? I thought you liked movies. I love movies, but I've never heard of this. <laughs> You've never heard of freedom, a history of us. I've never heard of freedom. From 2003? Of... Not, no. The one where Tom Hanks plays Lincoln? I saw so many movies in 2003, but not that uh, one. Apparently, you didn't see enough movies. You should see one more. Freedom, a history of us. Is that a Criterion movie? Uh, it is. Again, it's in the... Criterion broom closet <laughs> next to the mop. I'm still looking next for to the a, Criterion uh, mop criterion. and the, the Criterion bucket and the Criterion <laughs> the Criterion bleach, bleach yeah. the Criterion uh, box uh, like the the box of garbage bags. <laughs> criterion latex gloves. The Criterion latex gloves. I got. I'm saying this right now. Also. I gotta get in that freaking criterion closet. Anybody get me in there? I gotta get in there. And I'll, cause this is what I'll do. I'll do it however you want me to do Oh, I'm a cord. Oh, this is, a, oh, what a beautiful, oh, Fellini, the master. I'll do whatever you want me. You want me to pick the new one up and hold the new one to the camera? Oh, yeah, it got, uh, yeah, this is a good movie. <laughs> right? They just announced Triangle of Sadness is going to be in the Criterion Collection. <laughs> did you see that, Mike? I did see that. Did you like it? Not really. Oh, I loved it. I loved it so did much. You? Okay. Oh, I loved all it. All that so vomiting? Much. All that vomiting. <laughs> they should have called it that. Like, it was going to be a sequel to All That Jazz, All That Vomiting. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. Mike, see, the thing is, you probably didn't understand. It's about <laughs> class. It's about class issues. Okay, probably went yeah, over I, your head. I didn't get it on a metaphysical Because on the end, yeah. the one who was least powerful. You know, I, I may not know what freedom, a history of us is, but I'm also not in the chat talking crap about the brackets. Tom. Well, it, needs, it needs some uh, modify. It needs to be modified. But Mike's talking crap about He's the talking brackets? craps. He's talking right. he, well, Here's his quote. It, the it, the bracket. No, Mike, I'm going to say it. Yeah, the brackets okay. need adjustments. Adjustment. It's only yeah. showing one winner for two contests. Mm. Right. Well, you got to talk to your son. Yeah, no. Brett oh, needs to talk sense. to daddy. I don't stern, like, I don't like any of this. I don't like the fact that. <laughs> Mike wants Brett to call him daddy now is maybe in the history of this show the most upsetting thing that it's has ever happened. Mm-hmm. I prefer you call me daddy. No. Well, he got promoted from protege to son. That's a promotion? Yeah. All right. Well, we'll look, Mike. Layoff. Everybody's working very hard, Mike. Mike's right. Mike's a very, he's an exacting, he's an exacting taskmaster. I wrote a book. It was the hardest thing I ever did. I, first thing Mike said, yeah, there's two typos in it. Yeah, four out of five. Yeah. All right. Rose, thank you for the call. 
Thank you so much. Have a good night. You too. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to Rose. Let's go. Uh, so we're looking at the chart right now. Some people are saying, Mike is saying Abraham Lincoln. Uh, I wish Jason could properly weigh in on it, but he hasn't <laughs> I, seen I don't have the experience. Of yeah, us. I, God. I mean, put it in my can queue. Can I ask you a question? Have you ever seen Star Wars? He's not sure. No, I don't think I have. That's not much of a surprise. I was too busy watching Charlie Wilson's War. Yeah, well, that is a great movie. And all right, we're going to sleep on round uh, that second one there. Terminal moves forward. Santa Claus beats Scrooge. Professor Robert Langdon from the Da Vinci Code. The 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 another another crafty character. He always plays these crafty characters who have perseverance yeah and survive or somebody in a position of authority who is too human for the position the difficult thing here is langdon has fought the pope many times yeah like he has defeated the vatican so many times he's run so much yeah we've only seen charlie charlie wilson's one war He's like a he's like an opportunistic guy, Charlie yeah. Wilson. He's like a prophet, war profiteer. Guy. Yeah, no, was he? No, he's a senator, right? Was he a senator? Oh, we have Duffy uh, Boudreau is here, our friend who, the famous writer. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. And you know what you're talking about. No, this is a guy. Hey, Jason. I'm gonna. Sorry, I have to talk you up. I have to say, if you've ever seen the award-winning show Barry? Huh, no. Oh, okay. Well, you should watch I got Freedom. Lot. I got a lot on my list. The History of Us, <laughs> and then put Barry on the queue after putting that. Putting it in here. Duffy is, is a, a writer and producer on the award-winning show, Barry. Congratulations on the Golden Globe. Henry Winkler won a Golden Globe. Yeah, it was exciting. That's yeah, great. I, very happy for him. Fonzie. Yeah. <laughs> the Fonz, yeah. He's uh... a... <laughs> It's a trip. It's nice to see him work again. After. Yeah. <laughs> he stopped in 81 when Happy Days wrapped up. And yeah. 38 years later, you guys threw him a bone. And, no, he's one of the, he's, he's, he became an institution. Isn't that crazy? He just is like, he's like one of those all timers now that he just, he just kept delivering over and over. Where so many of these sitcom people, they don't get it back out from under the sitcom. But now he's an institution. He's winning awards. It's great to see. It gives me hope for the future. I've never won anything, Duffy. I've never been nominated for anything. I've never won anything. Were you at the Golden Globes? I didn't go to the Golden Globes. You didn't no. go? No, I think. Have you been to the Emmys? I did go to the Emmys, yeah. I just... You say it like it's... You say it like it's the most... Tack- no. uh, like, did you rake the leaves... No. You're like, yeah, I did rake the leaves. No. Yeah, I went to the Emmys. No. It's Do you have any thoughts about this bracket? I do. This... I was gonna weigh in on the uh All right. I'm kinda with Jason on this whole Robert Langdon thing. I mean, we have to keep in mind he did fight the Pope. He fought the Illuminati in the second movie. Yeah. That's, and then yeah. the third movie, Inferno, which I'd forgotten about, is actually about a vi- government virus. That's right. Ooh. So I think Langdon he kept is, it contained. Yeah. I just I think Langdon's gotta go yeah, deeper that, into this thing yeah, because that, Mike, a little more. He's just go. he's taken on every Yeah, that's fair. Big I, Langdon could crew. go the whole way, guys. I'm that's saying, all yeah, I'm gonna say. All right, look, of yeah. course, look, this guy 
I'm assuming in the I didn't see these Da Vinci Code movies because uh, I love the book so much. And I just <laughs> you say wanna, that as a joke, I just but didn't I do. Ma- mess I do with the imagery from the books. I just have very specific images in my mind. <laughs> have you seen Langdon's hair in the movies? It's yes, that I was have. special. Yeah, yeah, that alone moves him forward in the violence category. <laughs> so he fought like Ratzinger. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And that pope, that was uh, that. That dude had to like click it down to look demonic. <laughs> look, I just want to say seriously though, but, uh, rest God rest his soul. Uh, rest in power. Rest in power, disgraced pope, the Hitler Youth Pope, Ratzinger. He had rat in his name. Yeah, like a cartoonishly German accent too. Yeah, it yes, was like was- a. Yeah, he couldn't have been a worse representative. Yeah, now, was, now we have a pope bad. who's like a big soccer fan, and yeah, uh, yeah, that you know, guy loves hanging out with everyone. Yeah, he just loves to chill. Yeah, he's giving. He gives me some like poochie vibes from like The Simpsons. <laughs> this new pope, this new pope for the last bunch of he's years gives cool, off. Yeah. He gives very, very aggressive poochie vibes. Where he's just like, "Hey, dudes, I'm a cool pope. They What's going that. on?" They I have- like. <laughs> I like soft serve ice cream. They would spark one yet? Yeah. Hey, you guys like uh, televisions? <laughs> oh, sure, I guess. Uh, I like televisions too. Um. Yeah, we got to go with uh, Langdon moves forward. So it's going to be Robert Langdon versus Larry Crown. Wow. Ooh. Um. Hotel manager from Cloud Atlas versus Isaac Sachs from Cloud Atlas. What do we think of Cloud, uh, Cloud Atlas? I did not see Cloud Atlas. It's my freedom, a history of us. <laughs> is Isaac Sachs the one with the really good goatee? Who's no, the one with that's, the... That's who That's is not that? him. I, that's oh, a, is that... What's uh, the name of this guy? What, what is that guy? Is that Dr. Henry Goose with the goatee? Hold on a second. Can we confirm which character? Chi-Chi. Yeah, because I was getting getting my Hanks characters confused, so I had to have a... Who is it? Because it is a good goatee. It's it's pretty much... It is the... uh... Dermot Hoggins. Dermot Hoggins has the goatee. That's the goatee. He's not even up here. He's an author, too, guys, in case you haven't Okay. Which is... He might be in round four, though. Dermot Hoggins. Oh, he might be. Yeah, I think so. Dermot Hoggins. That's the best accent he's ever done, by the way. Me your sister share a bunk bed with German <laughs> A lot of names on this are pretty awesome, too. Like, his character names, like, uh, especially in the early round, some of these characters, like, they are the most conventional character names. Uh, let me find a couple of them from the very early ones. Like, Ned Donnelly, Rick Gasco. That's a great name. <laughs> David Basner. Rick Gasco is a name you think would come up on the Hawk, Jason. That's yeah, it is a very Hawk a very name. Classic yes. rock name. <laughs> Enough of the Hawk. <laughs> Sorry, Josh Baskin. Um, okay, so let's see what's left to be settled here. Uh, Navorsky versus Santa Claus, and then I think we got to go with Hanratty over. Sullivan in the top round. I know Road All to right. Perdition. I know he's a yep. killer, but he's he's like 
He's he's got he's soft though. He's got a he's got a humanity that betrays him. I think there's an argument to be made though that Handwriting is one of the worst cops ever though because there's a scene in that movie where he enters the hotel room, catches Leo, mm-hmm. and then yeah. and then Leo says, "Oh, I'm a cop too," and he goes, "Okay," and he lets him go. And he like pulled out like a green yeah, and he hands lantern. him a wallet with like, just a bunch of labels jammed. Yeah, that's right. And then he was saying he was like the name of the Green Lantern, right? What's he oh, saying? Right. He's like, yeah, it's me. Yeah, I'm Barry Evans, or yeah. whatever his name is. <laughs> Detective Barry Evans. All wrong, yeah. He's also not doing a great Boston accent also on that one, yeah. uh, Tom Hanks. But also- Although that Boston accent is pretty, he could use that as, he could weaponize that Boston accent he was doing in- uh, <laughs> Handwriting also has the muscle of the FBI behind him because in every situation he always had men that were coming right behind. In it's France, true. the cars just came right up when you know he didn't believe if them. If we were going to give Hooch to Turner, right? We do have to give the FBI to goofballs to Handwriting the goofballs. Mm, that's a fair point. I think we got to go. I think Handwriting would. Catch Michael Sullivan Jr. in a hotel room. Be like, I'm looking for Michael Sullivan Jr. Like he goes in, he's just like, he's like, like, yeah, he just left five minutes ago. You want a a Coca-Cola? You want some phosphate? Uh, A cherry phosphate? Um, And you distract him, and then the FBI guys would show up, and then they would mow down Michael Sullivan Jr. We got to go with the Hanratty moving forward. Hanratty. Hanratty versus Lincoln, and we'll go with Lincoln in the thing because he's Lincoln. Yeah, this one is, and then we got Langdon versus Larry Crown. We got to clear up this. Uh, we're going Henry Goose there, right? We're going Doctor Henry yeah, Goose we were with from Goose. Cloud Atlas, and then I don't know about that bottom one. I don't know who goes in that bottom one. Let me take a quick call here. Hello, best show. Hey, it's Connor Ratliff. Oh my goodness, it's Connor Ratliff. This is the 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 esteemed comedian, broadcaster, performer, star of the George Lucas talk show. I'm sorry to pull the curtain back on it, but um, no, no, I don't, I don't commit to that bit except when I'm doing the show. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, it, it's so now, Connor. You are known as somebody who ha, is very familiar with the works of Tom Hanks. Yes, I haven't seen everything, but I've seen most of it, including some of the obscure stuff. You did a podcast and called Dead Eyes. Dead Eyes. Which uh, the short version of it is: it's about me getting fired by Tom Hanks from Band of Brothers because he said I had dead eyes. Yeah. Yeah. And you fought uh, But back. we worked it all out. We had a great, we had a great uh, uh, conversation, and we, mm-hmm. and we sorted it all out, and we're pals. Sure. And, Which I'm uh, hoping, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to be pals yeah. with him too after tonight. I think after I'm gonna, bracket, yeah. I'm gonna buy a typewriter because I know he likes typewriters. I'm gonna uh-huh. bring one of them over to his house. I'm going to bring him a Red Hot Chili Peppers CD because I remember on Saturday Night Live when he went, once again, Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> I'll bring a copy of... Once, uh, once again, 
one hot yeah. minute. And you think that was his call to have a second song? I think he was pushing for a third and fourth song. And Lauren finally had to say, uh, if we're going to do... Uh, if we're going to do the, the Mr. Belvedere sketch, the Mr. Belvedere fan club sketch, we don't have time for a third yeah. Red Hot Chili Pepper song. Um, now, Connor, you no, as I a... a about, I have a question about the fight. Yes. The hypothetical fight yes, between yeah. Hanks. Is it, is it a fair fight or is it a fight to the death? Depends on the character. It depends on the okay. character. All right. I always picture it to the yeah. death. Larry personally. Crown, there's no way Larry Crown doesn't beat Mr. Gable into a pile of goo. Yeah, because he, well, if he has to, if he has to, yeah. Larry Crown is, is, you know, he's, he perseveres. You tell me, exactly. And you tell me that Victor Noworski from the terminal isn't going to strangle the conductor from Polar Express? Now, here's the here's the question I have, because Victor is a survivor, but the conductor has magical powers. And you have to – the two things I look at when I look at these things are who's a survivor or lucky, mm-hmm. who has magical powers, <laughs> yeah. uh, and who is willing to kill. Because there's some characters who don't have any of those four things. Victor is number one and right three up. on that, though. Victor yeah. is a survivor, and he's willing to kill. Willing you, to kill. You don't think Victor has killed before? If they were doing a, a terminal prequel, you don't think it's about the bodies? That's probably why he was coming I, to the U.S. Yeah. If he had to. But Victor has a good soul. He's a good-hearted guy. Sure. So but was John I, Wick. He would, would do what he needed in a desperate time. He's John on his Wick best is, behavior in the terminal, I think, though. Yes. He's, yes, he's on his best behavior in the terminal. He knows he messes up. He's in trouble. Stanley Tucci sends him back. He survives on he survives on crackers and and ketchup. (laughs) So go ahead. So the conductor and Polar Express. Have you have you seen the Polar Express? Uh, I saw parts of it when it came out, and I was repulsed by the technology. To be honest, I thought it was that was the same era when people are like reality shows are killing everything. It's like you know what's killing everything. Check this Polar Express thing out. This is you're you're okay with this? This is our downfall. And now look at us. The insurrection, President Trump, etc. I'm going to say I'm I'm going to say this though. It's unclear what the what the conductor's abilities are. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm almost I'm going to go ahead and say that I think to some extent it's a moot point because as we go down, and he's gonna, either one of these guys is gonna have to face off against Santa Claus, and neither of them can See, beat. Him. That's what I mean. I feel. Who do you think, Connor, from your position now? Who do you think? Who do you think are the ones? I think there's a version of this where it comes down to Forrest Gump versus Santa Claus. <laughs> there's an, there is there is a character that I believe will win the bracket. I don't want to declare it this early because I don't want to influence okay. neither of those. Okay. Yeah. In this bracket? Um, and I, I know. I, okay. I, I think I know he's going to take the whole thing, but I don't want to get ahead of my All right. All I right. Do wanna, I do want to say this, and this may be violating the spirit of uh, the bracket, because I, I know you can't go backwards in a bracket. Sure. And it may not matter. Okay. But I think you guys, I think Robert Langdon is a claustrophobic academic, and Charlie Wilson is a Navy veteran. That's true. And he's ruthless. 
Yeah, but he I, never I beat the Illuminati. He squared off against Ratzinger. I think I think Langdon is a survivor, but I think Charlie Wilson in a fight, if these two are going head to head, I think that Wilson's ruthlessness might uh, overtake yeah. Lang because also Langdon <laughs> Langdon's a survivor. He also got lucky. But what, three movies, he got lucky. But he what is the battleground for this? Is it are we in Vatican City? Because if we're in Vatican City for this, Langdon knows all the ins and outs. This is yeah, I picture Langdon. Right. This is what I think happens. Langdon versus mm -hmm. Charlie Wilson. They fight. They lose track of each other. Langdon brings in a dog. No, Lang no he doesn't bring in a dog. <laughs> Calm down with the. What are you running a pet shelter? I'm just saying. <laughs> no. Um. He comes up into that. He goes into the sewers because you know Langdon moves. Oh yeah. In with the night, he's a skulker. Yeah. He moves through a sewer. He comes up right under that bleeping hot tub that Charlie Wilson is hanging out at. He okay. throws a hairdryer in it. <laughs> kills Charlie Wilson and Julia Roberts at the same time. Two for the price yeah. of one. There you go. It's a, that's a convincing scenario. But again, the specifics are very important. I don't know how well Langdon would do uh, uh, behind enemy lines in Afghanistan. Well, we're, we're going to see what happens. That whole movie didn't take yeah, place well, no, in Afghanistan. It had to do with that. Yeah, but it didn't take place solely take in place. Afghanistan. That's true. Oh, wait, can, is the fight going to take place where the movie takes place? We can say yes, or part some, of it. Some, if, if two characters from two movies are fighting, mm -hmm. you're imagining a sort of fused reality of those two movies. Something those, like that, yes. Yes, yeah, some version yeah. of that. Like a battle world. Yeah. Right. Well, then, then so Connor... You can see Lang Langdon probably is aware enough of the various um, mm -hmm. uh, um, cryptic symbols in Washington D.C. the the underground tunnels, et cetera, things like that. They're probably he probably is able to use that into his advantage. Yes, yes. Now help us with this. So I think that so hotel manager versus Isaac Sachs in Cloud Atlas. That's one that I'm coming yeah. up a light on. What do you What do you think? Yeah. With that. Um, I'm trying to remember. Isaac Sachs is a scientist. Uh, he dies pretty pretty easily in uh, Cloud Atlas. Um, and look, I'm going to say if he, uh, Isaac Sachs dies relatively easily in Cloud Atlas versus a hotel manager. Have you ever dealt yeah, with a? It takes some stones to to be in uh, yeah. customer service that way. You ever run one of those things? We're, can I have late checkout? Yeah, I think that works in a could. private lab, a corporate lab. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he gets on an airplane and they blow him up. So we go with hotel manager in that round. But there was hotel manager, but then I believe Henry Goose won that bracket. Henry Goose kills the hotel manager easily. Okay. Well, that we'll see what happens in the second round there. Please help yeah. us. Give us your expert opinion on the one that we've been going back and forth on. Michael Sullivan Jr. versus FBI agent Carl Hanratty. I, I would tend to agree with you that even though Sullivan's a killer, so your initial impulses, um, whether or not uh, you know the willingness to take a life, but uh, Carl Hanratty is also willing to do what it takes. And I have a feeling yes. that the um, the baggage that Michael Sullivan has 
is a weakness that I think uh, FBI agent Carl Hanratty uh, yes. would be able to exploit in a, in a fight. Good. I feel good about this this yeah. bracket then. I also, feel good about it. we don't know how many people Hanratty has killed. Yeah. He yeah. may have killed we just as don't. many as uh, Michael Sullivan. And he's and from Boston. Just, he's from Boston, seen... which means he has no morals. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best argument and for Hanratty yet. That, that might, we might as well push him all the way through the finale to the, the final four. Right? Yeah, and it, I'm, I'm just reminding myself of the ending of Road to Perdition because I haven't seen it since it came out in theaters. Mm-hmm. And he dies at the end. I think I think the the characters who die in the in their movies that is a big disadvantage. That's a huge like, disadvantage. Yes. He, he uh, Sullivan tells his son he knew he couldn't do it before dying in his arms. He dies in his son's. I'm telling you, I think there's a version for the He's final. Out. There's a version of the final four, Connor, where it's basically mm-hmm. Santa Claus versus Mister Rogers. We're heading yeah. toward a Santa Claus versus Mr. Rogers Eastern Conference. Battle of, of notorious, <laughs> notoriously kind men. Yes. Facing off. Yeah. And then there's a version where Forrest Gump fights Mr. Rogers. I'm telling you. I, I, absolutely. I, I like the idea of Mr. Rogers and Santa Claus and one of them saying to the other, you've mistaken my kindness for weakness. That would please. That would be, be the your mouth to God's ears. Your mouth to God's ears on this one. All right, Connor, yeah. this is amazing. We're going to move on. We got that bracket done now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number four, please. Thank you for the call, Connor. We'll talk to you soon. You're welcome. Please stay. Right. Yeah, thank you, man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So somebody, uh, Graham Friday in the chat says that this has turned into picking your NCAA bracket using the dominant mascot theory. So we're not really counting in the underdog. Of course we are. You don't think Hanratty's an underdog on paper? Hanratty's an underdog yeah, versus right. a, a contract this mob killer? Say, this isn't me saying this. This is Graham Friday. Look, all I know is that in this round, we have to pit Geppetto against Otto. <laughs> That's all I know. A man called Otto fights Geppetto. And... Finch Weinberg is going to fight Colonel Tom Parker. Yes, yes, quite a conundrum, quite a conundrum. Mm, Elvis, sing the Christmas song, Elvis, please. We want you to sing me, me, Jingle Bells. Um. Okay, so Dermot Hoggins, who you were talking about, who Duffy mentioned, is in this. Here's bracket number four. Dermot Hoggins from Cloud Atlas versus... Cavendish lookalike actor from Cloud Atlas. Boy, this Cloud Atlas must be some kind of movie. That's number one. Zachary from Cloud Atlas versus Captain Richard Phillips from Captain Phillips. Walt Disney from Saving Mr. Banks versus James B. Donovan from Bridge of Spies. And it's great to see that that, uh, Tom Hanks is back with ridiculously common character names. Richard Phillips... James Donovan. It's nice to see he's back in that state. There's one coming up that I cannot wait to talk about, but it's not this one. Alan Clay from A Hologram for the King, which I'm sure Jason's going to be like, oh, I didn't see A Hologram no, for the King. No, I, I didn't. Did oh! you see A Hologram for a King? Have you ever seen um, The Godfather? What now? Okay, no. So see that you don't know I'm putting it on this. the list here, too. The God, put, I mean, this is the Jesus. movie list I want you to put down. i got to watch all these. USA, A History of whatever that thing was called. 
Freedom, Freedom History of History. Us. I've got it. Okay. These are these are your two watch lists. Okay. Freedom History of Us. Got it. Star Star Wars. Star Wars. A hologram for the king. Hologram for the king. The Godfather. Godfather. Okay. Um. So Alan Clay from A Hologram for the King versus Captain Chesley Sully Sullenberger from the movie Sully. Birds. <laughs> then this is the round that we've yeah. all been waiting for. David S. Pumpkins versus from a Saturday Night Live versus Ben Bradley. From the post. Mm. Yeah. Then the next round. Fred Rogers, a.k.a. Mr. Rogers, from A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, versus Captain Jefferson Kyle Kidd from News of the World, which uh, I did not see. I did see that one. Oh, yeah. Did. I did. Mm. I enjoyed it. Let's see. Let's, let's, uh, I also want to welcome to the show my friend Albertina. Rizzo. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. It's exciting to have you here. We're bringing all the experts in. We got Duffy's here. <laughs> Albertina's here. And though Duffy's a famous writer, Albertina, I don't know if you know, he writes on Barry. He is. He's a very famous writer. And Duffy, I don't know if you know, Albertina is a very famous and successful writer. Well, of, I mean, of, uh, <laughs> I love you for that. Yeah, that's the name of the show. <laughs> What's it called? I love, I love that, that for you. you. It's okay. It's called I love the you same. for that. Yeah, yeah, but I okay. love you for that. That's doing great. This thing right now. Yeah, I know. Doing eight hundred. I know. We we doing gotta, we gotta, gotta get back to the Auto. I think. Talk I think. Auto. I got to get two words a, out of order. I wish I had a a a. a, a tiny little speck of success that Tommy Hanks has. I mean, talk about. Success. That's success right That is there. success. To have to run every one of these characters against each other. Can I just say something that, because you were mentioning no. him and um, Elvis. Yes. Wasn't he doing... Um, Dracula? Fat Bastard from... Um, <laughs> from Austin Powers? Austin Powers. He was doing that. He yeah. was doing... Look. Like, he was doing... It was like, you, Do you mean the costume or the accent? No, no, no. It was, like, that that voice. You know what I mean? Like, the character. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he was doing, like, that... Uh, the fat bastard is kind of in here. Scottish. Scottish. Yes. He was doing that. He was do- I thought he was doing more uh, gold member. Oh, maybe. Is that the guy? I think he was doing more gold member. Wait, like, is, is... What was it? It was, like, a... Remember, I don't he's remember. Like, he's like, yes, I like to roller skate. Yes, I eat the skin. Isn't that weird? I thought that was Austin Powers. No, that was, it's in the franchise, Austin Powers, a gold member. Oh, never mind. Okay. Well, I thought it was one of the two. Yes, but he yes. was doing that. Yes, quite the yes, conundrum. Quite the conundrum. Look, he's going to win this whole thing. I thought that was a Scottish accent. Colonel Tom Parker is going to yeah, win this yeah, whole yeah. thing. You did not like that performance, from what I. I love the movie. I thought it was. I. Yeah. I. I think um, Austin Butler is seems delightful, and he. He's see, a, it's a it's a star turn. See, I feel differently. I love the movie. Uh-huh. I hated him as Elvis. No. Oh. And I loved Colonel Tom uh, Tom Hanks as Colonel Tom Parker. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the weirdest opinion ever. And like he was pretty bad as Elvis. I'm kidding. I'm I obviously just was joking. I felt like he didn't this. want to feature any Elvis's music in that movie, though. Because every time Elvis was playing, there was uh-huh. like really modern music playing over it to show the well, energy rather than. But that's what Bosler. That's Bosler <laughs> doing his thing. Well, yeah. I wouldn't 
kind of like thinking that it was going to be, you know, just doing the most to say the least. But I, I actually like I, I did very much enjoy it. Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was fun. Right. And I truly thought that he was doing Austin Powers, and I was okay. completely wrong about that. Well, it's quite a conundrum, no, as sorry. Carl Tom Parker said in the movie Elvis. Ironically, it's quite a conundrum. Quite a conundrum. Dermot Hoggins, everybody's saying, is a is a runaway success. That's the character that we see on the bottom center there. With the goatee. With the goatee. With the George Michael that's, that's, look. That's Tom Hanks as if he's playing Andrew Tate. In his, a best, movie. his best God. accent work too. I'm talking about accents. And how does the how do what can you do I, his accent? Just I, can we look at it? I mean, I can't. I don't even know. I honestly don't this. understand this is, accents. It's worth a I, listen. It's, it is worth okay. okay. Hold on. Dur, hold on. Here we go. Let's see. May your sister <laughs> share a bunk bed with Dermot Huggins. It's uh Karnak. Let's go to God help me, I'm going to YouTube. I'm typing in I need to break the the continuum of me watching 75 different Logan Paul videos in a row. <laughs> I'm now <laughs> breaking that chain of uh, that chain of uh Dermot Hoggins. Let's see comes right up. Okay, here we go. Let's listen to a little Dermot Hoggins. It was the night of the lemon prizes. Amidst all that forced jollity, I recall a moment of introspection. Why? Why would anyone? Herman Melville writes a ripping yarn about a big white whale, which is summarily dismissed. And yet today, that's uh, lugged around in the backpacks of every. Jim Broadbent is talking to Dermot Hoggins. We're about to hear Dermot Hoggins speak. A serious student of literature in the world. Don't give a fuck what happens. All right. All right. All right. You're off the show, toilet mouth. Oh, don't give it to... Okay, that's... Dermot Hoggins moves forward on that one right off the bat. Zachary from Cloud Atlas versus Captain Richard Phillips. I... I Look, this Captain Phillips is a pretty tough customer. I don't know two things about Zachary. But I do know that Captain Richard Phillips, he gets running this ship. And then this, this fella climbs on board. And he says... Just one guy. One guy says, I'm a captain now. And then he says, hold on, Jack. Credits. (laughs) (laughs) And directed by Steven Spielberg, even though he didn't direct it. Can I? Okay, well, Albertina. I was just going to say, I thought it was also, I thought it was um, interesting because um, I thought we were talking about Hank's like, spiritually battling things so i thought like oh these are physical fights oh and oh, i yeah, thought like physical. andrew beckett in philadelphia should obviously be up there because he's well he's, he made he oh, made, he made it out the first round oh yeah, he did yeah, he did yes, okay yeah. okay so he he lost i guess no who andrew, oh, andrew beckett no no, like, no he won. Bracket through bracket it's yeah. all going to co- coalesce okay, I'm, I'm late to it yeah. See, this is a done... 21st century conference division four okay have see, you done like nca brackets you know where they like they coalesce where it's like this one beats this one, this, and it gets narrower and narrower to where so it'll be like that one box will be the winner of this bracket, and then there's three others that will then it'll be those final four fight. Oh, I thought this was just no. Oh, I, no, I, this have is not, one I have never done that. I don't um uh bet on on, on sports. Don't ever. Okay. That's okay. It's fine. 
Uh, Connor Ratliff in the chat says Captain Phillips, absolutely. Uh, Zachary is too driven by fear. Okay, well, look, I was already making the case for Captain Phillips, but I, I feel like that lock, that's a lock right there. Yeah. Walt Disney versus James B. Donovan for Bridge of Spies. Uh, Walt Disney created Steamboat Willie, anti-Semitic. Uh, <laughs> stole so much from writers and artists. Stole, stole so much. Cra- he would do what you talk about backbone and doing whatever it takes. Disney's one of them. He, I mean, he kills, uh, he kills Mary Poppins in this thing. If I remember correctly, right? Don't he kill her? Yeah, Walt Disney Walt was Disney? About, in the se- first yeah, one yeah. or second? Famously, one? Club thirty-three. Famously, <laughs> I think Black. I get into this it Club was 33. Black Dahlia. You're thinking Black Dahlia. <laughs> the Black Dahlia. Yeah, Walt Disney and Black Dahlia. It's so it's like easy for two. him to get You're right. Sometimes <laughs> I mix up saving Mr. Banks and the Black, Black Dahlia. The Black Dahlia. Yes. <laughs> it's very common. I I do that all the time. I just feel like it all. And it, was also, it was also fun when I moved to Los Angeles and got a, an apartment. And then I, oh, I'm here. And I realized, oh, I live one block from where the Black Dahlia was murdered. Thanks, Los Angeles. Put that in one of your Barry scripts. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we got to walk this. I, didn't even, I saw Bridge of Spies. I like what's his face in it better than Tom Hanks in that movie. What's his, like, my guy is in that? You know my you know my guy. What's his name? My favorite actor, Ben Bradley. No, not Ben Bradley. Who's the guy? Your favorite actor. Who's his the favorite guy? actor. Who's the guy who's so good? Skeet in Ulrich. Not Skeet Ulrich. Who is it? You know, he won the Oscar for Bridge of Spies, Best Supporting Actor. Mark oh, Rylance. Is it Mark Rylance? No. Mark Rylance is so good. You ever see Dunkirk? Sure. You did. No, it's good. No, I did. I did. Dunkirk is Dunkirk is a good movie. It's or as Jason just calls it, nineteen seventeen. They're literally the same movie. They are. I agree with Jason. They are literally the same movie on foot. (laughs) You know what's great about going to see Dunkirk? But you were officially the only woman at Dunkirk. Sure, there's no line. No, there was no line. I went to Dunkirk and it was all the same guy. Sure, it was exactly the same Mm -hmm. guy just sitting in my row. 20, 20 deep. Yeah. And it was 1917, too, or whatever it was. 1917 <laughs> is a movie I walked out of. No, I How I'm about sorry, 1917, too? Did you I don't know how you can one? enjoy Dunkirk and not enjoy 1917, because... 19... Well, one is great, and the other one is terrible. <laughs> no, just, the other one is... One. 1917 does Dunkirk plus Birdman. No, 1917 <laughs> is watching somebody play a <laughs> right? video game. That's how it was <laughs> pitched. Ninth, yeah, look. Isn't it? Yeah. Thank you. 1917 is like, you ever go over somebody's apartment and watch them play a video game? And they're just like, watch sure. this, watch this, watch this. Like, that's what nineteen seven. That's what watching 1917 was like for me. Watching somebody play a video game on an IMAX screen. Yeah. They're just like, hook their, they hooked their, You're watching their PlayStation up to an yeah. IMAX. They're watching, okay, yeah. I'm running through the foxholes now. Okay, uh, looking for the weapon. You don't, don't want to leave and be rude, so you just yeah. sit there and keep just watching. Sit there, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Walt Disney beats James Donovan. Ten times out of ten, Alan Clay. Uh, look, Ch- Ch- Sully. Nobody's beating Sully. Sully wins mm-hmm. that one. Sully's uh, uh, right. Yep. Sully, because look, 
New York. You're from New York. Jason, Famously. you lived in New York. Yeah. I lived in New Jersey. I watched the plane go down the uh, river. Did you really? I did. Wow. Yeah. Were you there? You were not there. You were I was not there. living in New York at that time. No. Have you ever lived in New York? Though? I have never lived in New York. Have you no. been to New York? I've been to New York. You yeah. like it? Um, I do like it pizza. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had some pizza there. It was pretty amazing. Yeah. Pizza, you, you know what people like about New York? The lights. They do like the lights. The lights on Broadway. The um, lights and all the um, dancing. The dancing. The dancing so and the fun. lights. This is what there's would, two things you take away from New York. But you always talk about that. Yes. Here. Duffy, this is what I would say. You go to New York, check uh, check out Cats. First thing you do. Cats, the deli and the play. You go to Cats's with your order and then take it to see the Cats's dancing around on the stage. <laughs> Once plural. <laughs> you take your Cats's. Delicatessen food. The one with the apostrophe is where you get you get a sandwich, and the yeah. one without the apostrophe is where you, where you see get some kitty cats. Grown people dressed as cats. Yes, like the movie. Just like the movie. There's a movie. <laughs> there is. Mm-hmm. David S. Pumpkins versus Ben Bradley. I got it. I think David S. Pumpkins. If we're talking about magical powers, oh god, yeah. He's got. He's channeling Satan. Yeah, to some degree, <laughs> right? That's the answer to any questions. If you asked him a question, he's like, well, yeah. I'm channeling Satan. Yes. Da- any any disagreements with that? David S. Pumpkins moves forward in that one. He's got his skeleton guys behind him. Yeah. So Sure, because... He's got a little scratch on his side. He's got nothing side. to lose. Yeah. He's got a little scratch helping him. Sure. He who shall yeah. not be named. Yeah. Clearly. Beelzebub, Baphomet, all those demons. Osmodeus. But you know Fred Rogers. <laughs> Remember that when that was all the animal ones where it was like Osmodius, Beelzebub. There was all these ones where people would take, they film like their dog, and suddenly their dog would be like a weird angle and be like, Osmodius, <laughs> as if they're as if all the animal, their dog is possessed. I loved it. I love you, Internet. Um, Fred Rogers versus Captain Jefferson Lyle Kid. I don't know anything about news of the world other than it's a Queen album. Well, this has nothing to do with the uh, 1977 okay. I a Queen about album. This one, but we're that? talking about Fred Rogers going all the way, and I don't disagree with that. Yeah, yes. even though he shouldn't be speculating. But is his power to emotionally disarm whoever he's going up against, and then? Attacking them, yes. I think it's is kindness. It is? Yes, he, kindness. He kills them with kindness. Yeah. Then, he, then he smashes Literally them with a rock as they physically. are sitting there thinking. Yeah, exactly. Because you don't think he'd be like, you know, I just want to tell you all about that, and he'll like tell you to like, nah, just just walk off that ledge and just open that window and climb out. Oh, so he's really in their head. He's getting yeah. them to. And you know, okay. you're talking about David S. Pumpkins having those two guys to help yeah. him out. You know who Fred Rogers is helping oh. him out. The, God. Got He's got the puppets. You can put him in that God himself. Train. Little trolley. Jesus, God. We got Jesus. God. King, Separately. The king. The king. We got the train. The train. The, the train, Jesus, that king puppet, the And Daniel, lady, Daniel Tiger. That tiger. I love that tiger. I'll kid. put you to sleep, man. Okay. But. Yes. Captain Jefferson Kyle Kidd mm-hmm. is, I believe, a Civil War soldier. Okay. Who goes around? So he has army experience, mm-hmm. but I think that plays right into his hands because he has yeah. the trauma. 
Mm. Oh, so he's easily. So it's he's, like he's, very easy to I mean, get. I think that's the worst matchup for a kid. And, actually. and yeah. very old right. weapons. Yeah, right. Exactly. All Fred Rogers has to do is like flick a cigarette lighter, and he'll be like, "What?" Mister Rogers has a cigarette lighter. Oh, he can do anything. All Fred Rogers has to do is make a call. He makes a phone call. Yeah. What is that device? <laughs> yeah, I think it's Rogers. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mike, Pat, any thoughts here? I don't know these movies. But do you know Mr. Rogers, Mike? No, I I, I know Mr. Rogers. I, yeah, you got to go with Mr. Rogers. Thank you, Mike. All right, next one. Finch Weinberg from Finch versus Colonel Tom Parker from Elvis. Colonel Tom Parker. You'll notice he's starting to play these characters now, which are either absolute good or absolute evil. David Pumpkins, Mr. Rogers. I'm confused. Walt Disney. Yeah. I think... Chesley, Sully, Sullenberger. <laughs> Everybody's a good guy or a bad guy. Well, they tried to make Dermot Tom Hoggins. Parker like good because he liked Christmas. That was like the only redeeming quality about he him in, like the entire, in the entire movie was that he really enjoyed Christmas. He liked gambling and Christmas. Yeah, and stealing from um, Elvis. Elvis. Is Finch a robot? Do we know? I mean, why, robots usually don't have last names, I guess, but I felt like, isn't that movie about a robot? Who's seen the movie? What, Finch? Yeah. I, Anybody I, seen Finch? No. Any Finch heads out there? I've seen Finch. I just want to know if he's a, yeah. I want to know if he's a robot before we decide. He, he is robot. not a robot, but he has a robot dog. That's what it is. Oh, so okay. There you go. Now, now there Jason's you go, guys. That's all I got to say. Bleeping robot. He's got a robot dog. Dog, dog yeah. talk. Can, yeah. Would you would you buy a pet smart recently? <laughs> Maybe. Some dog Maybe food that was my announcement for the end of the you show. Get some dog food. I, yeah. Um, I think Colonel Tom Parker it's... moves forward in that one. Obviously. And yeah. of course, when you deal with Geppetto versus a man called Otto, Otto's super strength is he's a crab apple. He's got a cat. Geppetto can bring objects to life. Yes. Yeah. Also, he's an old Italian man, which famously very bitter and angry and. Exactly. Ready to rumble. Sure. So you're saying Geppetto. Yes. He's basically got Otto's power, but stronger. Yes. 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 He could build a friend for Otto. Well, yeah. He could build a friend for He could make Otto happy again. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Geppetto. So that closes out round one for the entire thing. Now let's look at, let's go to division one again, please. And look at that board if we could, please. See, this is where I messed up. Oh, you missed nothing. Andrew Beck. Here we go. There it is. So now we can, we'll go a little faster now through this. No, we, we, we're oh. doing great. Where, where were we? No, no. Oh, wait, that's it? Do we have an updated board? Uh, we're at the quarterfinals, correct? We're going to the quarterfinals now. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. This is correct. This is the lineup. Ah, okay. This Here is we different. go. Okay, that's yes. what threw me off. Okay, so... Kip Wilson from Bosom Buddies versus Gordon from Taxi. He's crafty. He's willing to change identities to stay in an affordable apartment. Um, we don't know two things about Gordon I from don't Taxi. Know about Gordon. I think we got to go with Kip. Kip Wilson yep. moves forward in that one. Alan Bauer from Splash versus Rick Gasco from Bachelor Party. Alan Bauer goes up against the the this evil scientist to pop that mermaid out of there. You he's ever also, see that movie? He's also got his brother too. 
He's got his brother John, John Candy, Candy, who's really dirty, mm. willing to do Who anything. He has on his side, and he he'll talk Swedish and from a dirty movie, a Swedish movie. And he also does a little stolen valor in that movie too. He he mm-hmm. claim in order to sell stuff, he uh, claims that Tom Hanks is the uh, is a wounded vet. So, I think so he'll play he'll dirty. He'll play dirty. Yeah, playing dirty. Rick Gasco's punching above his weight there with his yeah. bachelor party. Sure, he can hang out and, and throw a rager, but that don't mean much. Uh, and he can hang out with Adrian Zamed, I think, is in that movie with him. I think that's Alan Bauer wins that one. Walter Fielding Jr. versus David Basner, Money Pit versus Nothing in Common. He's an ad exec in Nothing in Common. Money Pit, he's a guy pushed to the brink. He's filled with rage as he watches this house fall apart, watches his dreams fall apart. Uh, Unless anybody disagrees, I think we go with Walter Fielding Jr. Now, here's a tough one. Yeah, home ownership. Very, very stressful. It really is. Very stressful. He's got a lot of rage in him. Yes, of course. Stephen Gold, the stand-up comic from Punchline, versus Mm -hmm. Josh Baskin, the the man-child from Big. Question. Yes. Is he able to shrink down to the kid and then back to human and then kid human? Does he have this ability in the Like Ant-Man, you mean? Like Ant-Man. Does that ability exist? This is what I'm going to say. Have you ever talked to a stand-up comic? <laughs> the anger, <laughs> the I mean, unbridled... For the last 15 years. The, the size of the kid's going to matter. The yeah. poisonous yeah. rage that is coursing through Stephen Gold. <laughs> yes, but it doesn't It doesn't manifest <laughs> physically. But, Most times, it's, uh, it's cowardice and rage. Sure, sure. Whereas I think... But in a fight, you suddenly think he's going to beat the, the piano dancer. Well, no, I think I think oh, what's nice about oh, Josh yeah. Baskin is that he has the brain the of a child, so it's a soft yeah. brain, so they don't know any better. I own this toy store, yeah. <laughs> Billy. Right, yeah. Because he does have Robert Loja on his side. Yes. Josh oh, Baskin. That's, yeah, that's true. But Stephen Gold can summon Sally Field. And uh <laughs> and and uh he can also summon um uh he can also summon any uh, any 80s stand-up comic. He could get Dom Herrera to show up, for example. Bobby Collins. Kinnison. Yeah. Sam Kinnison. Right. He'd be like, by the powers of stand-up, I give you Kinnison, Marine. And he's like, it <laughs> flies out of his... That mm, might be a little bit strange. What do you think? The rage of a stand-up comic versus a confused man-child? I mean, I think everybody who gets into fights is a confused man-child. <laughs> <laughs> Really? So you're saying you go with Josh Baskin? Yes, absolutely. You don't think that Stephen Gold punches him in the face three times and he's like, because he's a little kid. He's a scared little kid. No. Does Zoltar have other powers than just like making him a child or an old man? I don't know. That's a I don't know if he has Zoltar on God side, help though. me. God help me. If it didn't happen in the movie, then... Oh, Jesus. There we go. (laughs) Well, if it didn't happen in the movie... Okay. So what do we say? Let's... Who says Stephen Gold? Raise your hand. Who says Josh Baskin? Three people say, oh, I'm so sorry. It's Stephen Gold. (laughs) You just got to give me that one. You, you, You all just have to give me that one. Ray Peterson, the Burbs, he's a... 
another homeowner watching his neighborhood go down the turlet as he thinks as the people across the street are murdering people, including Brother Theodore is there, one of the people, Rick Duconum, the stand-up comic, is there. Um, what are we thinking there versus Joe Banks from Joe versus a Volcano, somebody who's willing to jump into a volcano? Nothing to lose. Of course that guy's going to win. Oh, I think that we got to go with Ray Peterson because, I mean, I, I see Ray Peterson as like one of the favorites to go, at least in the semis. Well, he's got that he's a shovel as a weapon, right? He does have a shovel. He's yeah. crafty. He's sneaking into this, the scariest house in the he's world. Right. Corey Feldman. He's hang, He <laughs> hangs out. He's got Corey Feldman at his command. Sure. But doesn't Joe Banks want to die? He so does. So that's like kind of the whole... We saw Corey Feldman at the Hollywood Bowl. Remember that? Oh, that's right. Yes. Yes. Performing? Yeah, no. it was great. It was sold out. <laughs> yeah. It was a, sold ten out nights. You would never. <laughs> it was ten nights at the Hollywood Ball. Yeah. We couldn't get in, but we had, we got a hang glider and flew over the top. It's the best we could do. It was it was with the LA Philharmonic, yeah. right? Corey yes. Feldman with the LA Philharmonic. The Feld. Monic, Feld, Feld that that the Feld, Feldman. Were, were the Angels there? Did he play his backing band? Yeah, the Angels were there. He just had the whole bless, night was magic. Bless his heart. I yeah. think he's no, doing he's his best. He's a sweet. He's doing his best, and yeah. So what are we saying? Ray Peterson versus Joe Banks. Mike, Pat, any thoughts? Anybody? Anybody in the chat have thoughts on this one? Uh, someone in the chat says, Joe beat a volcano. Ray barely survived Henry Gibson. That's a good point. Henry Gibson, who you know from laughing, you know Henry Gibson is, is from Nashville. Oh, yeah, I know. I, I, the opening of that, yeah. I just rewatched it. 200 years. <laughs> he wrote that song. He, Henry Gibson wrote that song for the movie. Uh, um, Connor says, Joe. Oh, okay. it's Mary. Mary's the the one that said that about. So people are saying Joe. What do you think, Duffy? I mean, didn't Joe? Didn't Joe just get sad and then he was going to go jump in the volcano and then he fell in love and then he decided yeah. not to jump in the volcano? Right. I mean, that but I think they still nice jump journey, in the volcano. But I don't know right? if that's you don't know if that's a volcano. enough fire enough. Okay. I th- and I think I think him falling in love means now he has something. Oh, he's means, yeah. Okay. I think I think. For, for Act One, Joe, I wouldn't want to mess. Sure, with, but at the end of that, Albertina, where do you're saying you're leaning toward Ray Peterson? No, I'm I'm saying Joe. You're saying Joe. Yes, because he wanted okay. to jump into a volcano, sure. so clearly he had nothing, nothing and he worked lose. in that very depressing office. Mm-hmm. Okay, I find his that... way through the depression. Anyone through... who survives a Joe Dante movie, though, is well. Didn't he work in an? I didn't imagine that. Right, he worked in a very depressing office. I think he did, yeah. Yeah. Jason, what are your thoughts? Tiebreaker? I just, I just really think that the uh, shovel is very... My dad would get shovels all the time, and he would sharpen them so they would be basically knives. I got to say, I the shovel thing doing. is making a good point. I got to go. I think Ray Peterson moves forward. Sorry, Albertina. Yeah. I think... Okay, now we go to Jimmy Dugan from A League of Their Own versus Andrew Beckett from Philadelphia. You're talking about a rageful... Like angry baseball player, alcoholic. Yeah. If Andrew Beckett doesn't win this whole thing, I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> Honestly. Now look, he's got he's got. What are fight. we even doing? He's got fight. He's got fight. The ultimate he's, fight. You know what, Albertina? 
It is the ultimate fight. Andrew Beckett moves forward. Wow. He's fighting for his life. Ultimate He's fighting fight. for his life. All right, Forrest Gump versus Mr. White from that thing you do. I don't even think this one's close. Forrest Gump in a, in a landslide. And Forrest Gump won't even know that he did. Like, he just, like, somehow, won- like, he probably took a class from, he fell, somehow <laughs> fell into some, yeah like, really, a martial arts class that he didn't know about. Uh-huh. And, uh, and just learn the stuff. And just learn the thing. Yeah, he's got some Matrix skills here. Yeah, and they need it. you don't even know how it happened. Yeah. That's the beauty of Forrest so That's Forrest Gump. Now the final one, Captain Miller versus Ooh. Chuck Nolan from Castaway. Wow. That is that's a tough skill one. versus wow. perseverance there. Perseverance and madness because his friend was a volleyball. That's right. I can say he whips that volleyball right at John Miller. You know what? He beat the elements. He, he did. did beat the elements. I'm going to keep phrasing things like that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm just going to throw out yeah. the entire yeah. thing. I'm just yeah. going to be like, you so know what? What are, we think? Yeah. what are we thinking now? Love. I love that you're taking that way and we're all just like, but what <laughs> okay. can you summon? I'm coming so, from a really spiritual. Like, yeah. okay. So saving a... Private Ryan versus uh-huh. Castaway. Castaway. Uh-huh. What do you think, Albertina? Oh, it's got to be... Uh, uh, Chuck Nolan, Castaway, obviously. Castaway, okay. Yes. Chuck Nolan moves forward there. So we got that round locked down. He survived a plane crash. Yeah. Now we go to board two, please. I think we need just a second for that. We need a second. Okay. Well, let's. let's uh, I'm going to take a call while we're while we're getting that set up here. Hello, best show. Good evening, Tom. It's Stephen North Hollywood. Stephen North Hollywood. How are you, Steve? My former Rookie of the Year on The Best Show. What's going on, Steve? I'm just listening and enjoying uh, the rankings of the Hanks. And uh, I, was, I was hoping to weigh in wherever you might need me. I'm glad to... I believe I heard Ray Peterson still alive, so I'm very thrilled about yes, that. Yes, yes. Well, let's start right now with... FBI agent Carl Hanratty versus Abraham Lincoln. I mean, Lincoln, as far as I know, was also like a champion, like collegiate wrestler. So that could put him ahead on this one. But this is TV movie Lincoln. Collegiate wrestler? (laughs) Yeah, he wasn't. Hold on a second. (laughs) Wait a second. Lincoln. So he was like in the unitard and had the head thing on. Wasn't he like 6'4"? Yeah, I, I mean, they might not have had the headgear back in his day, but uh, I know I've, I've been at a few bar trivia nights where the question is, uh, this president was in the Wrestling Hall of Fame, and it always comes down to Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, you know who else is in the Wrestling Hall of Fame? Sergeant Slaughter. We're going with Agent Carl Hanratty because of that. He's in the Wrestling Hall of Fame. Oh, excuse me. The Wrestling Hall of Fame. You mean that... Thing that they make up who's going to win? Hulk Hogan is in there. <laughs> There's a statue of uh, Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, yeah. I'm talking so. about Abraham Lincoln. I'm telling you, I'm going to win this fight. Me and Miss Elizabeth going to fight Abraham Lincoln, and we're going to win. Mary Todd Lincoln don't have no chance. Look, it's me and Miss Elizabeth. Um, all right, Victor Navorsky versus Santa Claus. This God. one is God, this hurts. horrifying. This hurts. I want Navorsky I to go. 
I gotta say, I think Santa Claus I think Santa wins. wins. Santa. I don't see how Santa Claus loses to almost anything. anything. Yeah. yeah, Santa Claus moving forward on that one. Professor Robert Langdon versus Larry Crown. I think me and Jason have kind of made it clear where we stand on Langdon. Yeah, he's yeah. So you guys where, are pro where Langdon. Where pro, pro, very pro Langdon. <laughs> Okay, because he, he's got what? Like, oh, because um, he's beat, he's gone up against the he's beaten the, the Catholic, Catholic Church, Church so many times. Wow, that's he beat, a, that is because he, beat he went Olympics. up against Ratzinger. But, but you know, and who then beat him. Beat him at that game. He went up against Ratzinger. Not to name check this guy again, but God. Yeah. <laughs> and then he beat uh, Fauci in the third movie. Yeah, wow. he did. The fight. I am Pope Ratzinger. <laughs> Twenty years ago, I was in the Vatican. Um, okay. To me, that is how he speaks. No, oh, it's definitely how he speaks. How he spoke. He spoke. Yeah, he's not really spoke. doing it. Rest in power, as Jason said. Yeah. Um, okay, Langdon moves forward. Because Larry Crown, I don't know what his deal is. Okay, Henry Goose, Dr. Henry Goose versus hotel manager. Didn't... Uh, Wow. Didn't Connor have an opinion on that one? I'm watching the chat here. Connor, who do, who wins here? Connor Radliff, uh, the uh Henry Goose. He says Henry Goose. Push Henry Goose forward. Goose. Um Dermot Hoggins from Cloud Atlas versus Captain Phillips. I gotta say Captain Phillips, Captain Phillips. is pretty tough. Well, Captain Phillips couldn't even get a hold of his own ship. For but he does. Tom, you he might like this out about that scene that we were going to watch, but that there was a bad word in it. Yeah. Dermot, actually, it's a party that he's having for his, his memoirs being published. Oh. And it's criticized by this really snooty so it's critic. Like AP Mike. Mm. Yeah. And, I'm, and then he takes him and he tosses him off a building. Mike, you hear that? I do. Tread lightly, my friend. I don't want to have to Dermot Huggins you. No. Uh, Captain Phillips, though, is pretty tough, though, because he gets the ship back. That's, that's true. He that's does backbone. get it back. Yeah. Because he tricks mm-hmm. the pirate. Because, yeah. Uh, it's like he just pulls like a Superman 2 on him where he's like, that is true. So wait a minute. You're in here. <laughs> that means they're out there. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. That is the movie, right? Where he goes, Well, if you're here and I'm there, yeah. then how is it that? Yeah, yeah. He's like, So wait a minute. If you're here and I'm, and there, I'm there, how is it that? That means everyone here. That... One of those things when I was a kid seeing that movie and I thought it was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Then you watch Superman 2 again. You see people get thrown and they hit the ground and you see the shape of the mattress. That was under dirt, like a, a a rectangle moves when they hit the dirt because the mattress <laughs> is revealed when they hit the ground, and then you realize scenes like that are strangely right. underpopulated, also. <laughs> but it does have the thing that makes me cry in any movie. Hey, you can't do that to Superman when like the people with no power. Yeah. When they're just like, Superman's our guy. You oh, can't like do the, that. Like Super- the hot dog guy or something? Like like in Spider- like, yeah, like, Spider-Man. You can't treat Spider-Man that way. And the Zach Cherry. The people like, we got to fight for our guy, Spider-Man. And even though they don't have powers, they stand. And always the villain in those things. It's like usually like blows like just 
wind and knocks them over. Like he's kind you, to them, but you, like you know what the moral of the, a lot of those stories are? <laughs> What's that, Albertina? New Yorkers are kind. It is. Mm. It, isn't and they it always? Back their, it's, they back their. They're own. back their own. They they yeah. they always have a guy. In a hot dog cart, or like the guy who works at the bodega, being like, "Yeah, I mean, they're not doing anything to help." No, no. but they're definitely on board with him yeah. not dying. No, they want her to live. Yeah, when he's riding, when he's fighting on the, yeah, the Roosevelt Island uh, sure. tram thing. Yeah. So we're saying Captain Phillips moves forward. Walt Disney versus mm. Sully. This is a tough one. It's like the ultimate good versus the ultimate evil right now, basically. Sully is everything that Walt Disney isn't, and vice versa. <laughs> what do we think here? I think I think ultimate evil kind of win. Oh, you? You think? I think Sully's so because he stands up against that trial also in the movie. Yeah, like his moral, his morals are so set. He does not flinch. But wouldn't Walt Disney have like powerful allies? B.J. Novak, because he gets a, they're writing the songs in the thing. You gotta drop a piano on their head. I don't know. I don't know. What do we think? I could well, go either Sully's way. Sully's got Eastwood behind him. That's for sure. Sully's got Eastwood behind him. What do we think? Uh, I would. I, I'm gonna say it's. So I was gonna say Disney because evil tends to prevail, but yeah. you know what? It's... Tonight, let's yeah, let's not. All right, it. so Sully. we go with Sully go. moves forward. Good. Sully moves forward. Another tough one: Fred Rogers versus David S. Pumpkins. <laughs> Pumpkins. You think Pumpkins beats All Mr. Rogers? Yep. He does have. If we're gonna if we're gonna respect the goodness of Sully, we have to respect the the potential evil, Halloween evil. evil of David S. Pumpkins. Yeah. Thoughts, Duffy? Oh, I mean, is Fred gonna Fred? Uh, I didn't mean to call him by his first name. It's Mr. Rogers. You're very familiar. Yeah, well, that is inappropriate. Well, you know, um, Miss uh, Mr. Rogers. I call him Fred. The uh, does he have the <laughs> the king at his disposal? Those puppets. He uh, does have he can the send the. Lion. I mean, this it seems like a big showdown between a bunch of spirits from two different worlds. But here's okay, the pumpkins thing though. Like he has all of the like the you know the person with the chainsaw. He's got all the people that are in the building yeah. at his disposal. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay, I think it's got to be pumpkins. I think it might have to be pumpkins. Yeah, like I, I'm pulling for Fred Rogers on that one. And then in the same spirit, I think Geppetto beats Colonel Tom Parker because <laughs> yeah. the magic. Yeah. yeah, the magic sometimes. So now we're going to have magic versus magic, which I is know. very exciting. But also, do not discount the fact that this is an old Italian man. <laughs> I knew you were going to bring it back to that. Yeah. Yes. And Geppetto also has woodworker strength. Yeah, he's got yeah. woodworker strength. He's, he's seen got it all. Strong hands. He's got. He's got exactly. He's he's got. Uh, Think of the strong Italians, the 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 Robert Loges of our life, or the right the and others. This is the second time you brought up Robert. This is the third time you brought up Robert Loges. I think it's the only the same people. Rest in power. Rest in power. Who else is there? There's a, a, a Robert De Niro. Yes. And Al Pacino, mm-hmm. as people have. Uh, People have said your name is Albertina. Yeah. And you've been introduced, you've told me multiple times in your life, and somebody's like, Your name's Al Pacino? Yeah. 
No, I mean, I'm not, it's not even a bit. Like, I no. literally said Albertina, and somebody's like, Al Pacino? I was like, yes, my mother saw me as a baby. <laughs> yes. And said, you know what you should call her? Al Pacino. Yeah. You should just go, when they say that, you should just go, Ooh, mm-hmm. and run away. Dunkachino. Mm-hmm. Um, Connor wants to weigh in on David S. Pumpkins. He's back on the line. Okay. I don't see him on here. Steve, any thoughts? Uh, I'm, I'm still throwing my weight behind uh, good old Ray Peterson for any future and uh, and Geppetto right right here. For all right. All right. Geppetto. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for the call. Back to the Zoom. Here we go. Connor, are you back? Hi there. Okay, I hinted at this earlier. David S. Pumpkins is is uh, it's his to lose at this point, as far as I'm concerned. He could exactly. take the whole thing. So you see potentially a Forrest Gump, David S. Gump versus Pump, as some would say. Absolutely, Gump has wow. good fortune on his side, but it's not unlimited. He's also endured a lot of loss. A lot of people around him have mm-hmm. suffered. He he doesn't have unlimited luck. No. David S. Pumpkins is chaotic. Yeah. Good. Yeah. He has magical powers which are vaguely defined, and he obeys no rules. He's like Loki. So he has that over Santa. Right. Santa has rules. Well, there's but a David new movie with will not follow. I thought there's a new violent Santa now. Violent Night is the movie so, that uh, it's with David Harbor playing Santa Claus. Yeah, so but with that reality into it. I wish I could see my mom got really mad when I said I even wanted to see it. She got so mad. Oh, you're right. I mean, I'm extending this out past the Hanks universe by okay. bringing that into it. So I, 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 I'll withdraw that uh, thought. With with David S. Pumpkins, you have to take into consideration not just the uh, the two live action sketches, but also the David S. Pumpkins Halloween special in which mm-hmm. his magical powers mm-hmm. are expanded on someone. Yeah, so you can also... Was a voice yeah. He also has the power, David S. Pumpkins, to beat a dead horse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> By not going not away good. long after he should have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's Absolutely. my packet for SNL right there. <laughs> what? I didn't get the job. Yeah. Wait, I thought the whole thing was to put the show down. What? It wasn't. Well, I take it back. I like the character. Now I, so I still can't work there? Well, I still don't like him then. I'm doubling down on that horse <laughs> thing I said before. Okay, so Geppetto. So David S. Pumpkins yeah. moves forward. Geppetto moves forward. It turns out it was less of a conundrum than we thought it was for... <laughs> yes, yes, quite a conundrum. Um, okay, so that's... that. If we could go to bracket one again. I think All right, gonna, I'll, I'll be back later. Thank you, Connor. Thank you. You're an invaluable help on this. I appreciate it so much. Appreciate it. Thank you, Ray. Oh, uh, Tom, uh, yeah. Lauren Michaels on the VIP line. Yeah, okay. Dun, 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 dun. If I was in the cast of SNL, I'd wear a funny T-shirt every closing thing. Everyone would have a funny shirt on. Every single one of them. I'd You'd be like, funny sh- I'd go like, up why, why like, be normal? You'd why go, be why, normal? why be normal? <laughs> why be normal? Uh, why so serious? Why, yeah, why, yeah, so, why serious? so serious? Don't worry, be happy. Don't worry, yep. be happy. Uh, keep Austin weird. Uh, <laughs> keep Austin Butler weird. Yeah, keep Austin weird. Um, 
Coney 2012. Coney 2012, <laughs> yes. I would keep all um, of them going. What else? All right, let's see. Wow. This I think little... we need just another second for the of uh, updated of course. graphic. Of course. Thank you so much. This is going great. I, I think we're going to finish call. this. I'm going to take a call in the meantime while we're doing this. Hello, best show. Tom, this is Athens. Colette from Athens. Colette, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Uh, I'm doing great. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you as well. Colette is one of my favorite callers on the show. She calls and is outstanding, and nobody's better than Colette. Uh, What do you think of all this Tom Hanks uh, business? Um, Well, I want to correct the record uh, on Abraham Lincoln he uh he's never he's not in either recognized wrestling hall of fame so the only president who's in the hall of fame is donald trump donald trump uh, is in the wrestling hall of fame yes is that true because he was WWE's hall of fame because he was at one of the uh he was in one of the uh, slam oramas right slamorama <laughs> right what's it called again what's it called wrestlemania wrestlemania i thought it was called slamorama It's, I, I honestly thought it was called Slamorama. I, I just wanted to I was like, obviously that's what it's called. Seriously. Slamorama. In fact, I would say that's a better name. Uh, better than WrestleMania? It is. Yeah. yeah. Slamorama. Look at that board. Holy oh moly. That is beautiful. So that is, but that's, that's the semi, that's one of the first semifinals. There's, there's two of those, right? Yeah, because we didn't do... Yeah, we got a whole... Yeah, but let's go... So we go to top left. We're talking about Kip from Bosom Buddies versus... <laughs> who's Bauer again? From, is from, Splash. from Splash. Yeah. I gotta I gotta say, I think Bauer from Splash moves forward still. He's a, That's a strong character. Yeah, I think so. I don't know yeah, how... I think so. The fight in... in Alan Bauer to rescue uh, that mermaid. Daryl Hannah played the mermaid. To make a mermaid his girlfriend. Yeah. I love that movie so much. Splash. Yeah. I've seen that movie. That's one of the movies I've seen the most in my life. Really? I saw it so many times. When I've only out. seen it once, and I think I only remember her eating the lobster. Okay. So I apologize. That's okay. Don't worry. I don't look. I don't own stock in the movie. You see it as much as you want. I'll make money. The check shows up for fifteen dollars because you saw <laughs> you saw it. Um, Fielding, we got Walter Fielding from the Money Pit versus Stephen Gold from Punchline. You're talking homeowner versus stand-up comic. I'm still saying the rage of a stand-up comic <laughs> is beats a homeowner. Wow! But you're not keeping into consideration the the. Uh, weakness of a stand-up comic as well. What? You're saying it's an impotent rage, Albertina. Yes, it's an. Impo- that's why they're on stage. That's true. And, and that shovel's pretty freaking sharp. Well, that's is that is that money pit fielding? Yeah, it's money pit. Okay, Walter so he Fielding doesn't have the shovel. That's oh, no, that's that's the oh. bird. But he's pushed right. to the edge though. He's pushed he's to the edge. Pushed. If like, that was nothing if that was if that was Ray. Uh, Peterson versus um, Stephen Gold. I would side. I would side with Ray Peterson. I think I got to go with the rage of a stand-up comic. Still, wow. All I, right. I get that. 
I was trying to make an argument. I know, I know. So that moves that forward. Now the second division there, we got Ray Beckett. No, no, we, sorry. We have Ray Peterson from the Burbs against Andrew Beckett from Philadelphia. Again, I I must make this argument that Andrew Beckett wins the whole thing. Because he's fighting for everything. Yes. Justice. Okay. His life. His life. The other things in that movie. I got you. The thing is, Ray Peterson's got a shovel. <laughs> That's true. He's got a very sharp very shovel. Very sharp. I don't think a lawsuit shovel. beats a shovel. That's the Maybe where you're from. <laughs> yes, that's definitely true. Yeah, I think me and Jason come from the parts where oh, yeah. shovel always beats lawsuit. Yeah, yeah. where I'm from, always the lawsuit beats. wins every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, where did you it's like grow rock up? paper scissors? Duffy, you grew up in Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah, home of uh, Rockford. Uh, uh, James Garner is from Oklahoma. He is. Yeah, Wayne Coyne is from Oklahoma. Wayne, Gary Busey. Gary Busey's from Oklahoma. The musical Oklahoma is from Oklahoma. Hmm, probably. Probably not. <laughs> no, it's, from, it's from Brooklyn. It's probably from Brooklyn. It's from Brooklyn. Yeah. I can guarantee I you that's, right. that's so not. So Andrew Beckett versus Ray Peterson. Colette, what are we thinking here? Philadelphia versus. Uh, yeah, doing? we're also, I guess we're kind of discounting uh, the, the, tough, the tough streets of Philly in this argument, too. I'm going with him. Yeah. That's true. The, you're talking literally the burbs, which is where weaklings go because they can't cut it in the city <laughs> versus somebody who's in Philadelphia, a city. I would almost say anybody from Philly. Would Andrew be. Beckett. <laughs> if, if it comes down to Andrew Beckett versus Santa Claus. Andrew Beckett wins because he threw batteries at Santa Claus. Yeah, guys, he has batteries he in a sock. Yeah. Guys, I hate to be the one that points this out. What's that? Uh, he dies. Well, if he, he dies in the movie. Yeah, but not without a fight. We all die. Oh, except Santa Claus and Clyla and Ray and, Peterson uh, doesn't. Hmm. All right, this is a, this is a conundrum right here. Just quote. Clyla. I didn't even consider the Philly, <laughs> the Philly side of it all. Yeah, <laughs> which Wasn't to that me, the song of the movie. Well, the whole thing I'm going to say is, if we move, we can move uh, back and forward. Ain't nobody losing the Gump. In oh, the yeah. Round. Gump's got that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because right now Gump is up against, uh, who's Nolan? Is, um, uh, Castaway. Castaway, yes. Okay, so if we let's just go with, we'll go with Andrew Beckett. It's tough Street to Philadelphia, whole thing, just like the song said. Next round, Forrest Gump versus Chuck Nolan from Castaway. And I think that's Forrest Gump. Yeah. Always. Right, dumb, dumb luck is a superpower. Okay, now we go up to the top of the top right. Detective, uh, no, <laughs> a, FBI agent Carl Hanratty versus Santa Claus. No I think Santa's winning <laughs> that yeah, one. There's Santa. Now the house favorite, Robert Langdon, Professor Robert Langdon, versus. We know nothing Dr. about Goose. Henry Goose from Cloud Atlas. You got to go Langdon. Yeah, I think it's Langdon. Uh, to me, that's who versus what. I yeah. truly. Let's get. We're gonna like, give you. I, we'll like, give who. Look, I guess fine. who's gonna win. We'll give you Langdon. Thank you. Now we go. This is a oh. tough one. 
This is like this is like the most evenly matched fight there is. Captain Phillips versus Sully Sullivan. Two captains, two captains squaring off against each other. I would say one lost control of their vessel and then fought to regain control of it. The other one lost control of the thing and saved 150 lives. I would say Sully wins this one because isn't being the captain of a boat, doesn't that seem like a more less stressful job? I don't know. It this feels... is what I'm going to say. I have to agree with you. Sully don't lose control of his thing. No. Full control. He bird's figures strike. it out. Those birds flying the thing. He figures out we're landing right in the Hudson. Yeah. He doesn't lose control. He does not flight. Yeah, he never heard He's flying no. upside down. No. Bert never said I'm the captain now. Thank you, Duffy. That <laughs> the bird never said he I'm the but captain you now. You don't know. Yes. You don't speak bird. Yeah. So now we go with Sully. Now we get to David Pumpkins Ooh. versus Geppetto. And again, this is good versus evil. Sure. <laughs> Colette, yes. thoughts? I think that it is going to be uh, David Pumpkins. I don't think Trepetto can make enough wooden boys to defeat him. It's all over for uh, for Geppetto in this round. No, Albertina, how do you feel about that? As one of your countrymen is now <laughs> down for the count. Like, not unlike Robert Loja. Robert De Niro. And the rest of the crew. The rest of the crew. We also don't know what country James, Pumpkins is from, too. James Gandolfini. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, well, it, uh, Christopher. Christopher. <laughs> Only one name, like Cher. <laughs> yeah. Christopher. Christopher. Um, yeah, that's Pumpkins moves forward. Now, is this is this are we down to the final four now? Yes. Is this really the whole Andrew, is this correct? This is correct, yes. Wow. Wow, it broke down that quickly, Incredible. huh? Incredible. We're gonna finish this we thing wow. in the show. What is this new era of the best show where this doesn't take six episodes to do a list of the 10 best candy bars? Six episodes later, we're still, and we got four more to go. How many episodes of snacks did we do? I think it was like seven episodes. It hasn't. Okay, so now this is exciting. The final four is, no, we're we're in the elite eight now, right? Yes, because this was the Sweet Sixteen. No, this is did. the Final Four. No, it's because it's it's now it's it's um, one two. Oh no, you're right. It was one two three four five six seven eight. We have yeah. to determine. And then the winner is in the middle where Tom Hanks's head is. That's right. why there's no bracket for that. So now, if we're looking at this, um, Colette, what else is going on while we get this mm. chart ready for the final thing? How what? What's going on for 2023 for you? Are you ma- are you moving finally? Uh, no, my uh, my moving process is the slowest possible thing. Um, but I will be. I'll be moving there later this year, and uh, I'll change my handle and everything. It'll be okay. different for all of us, but I'm sure we'll get used to it. Okay, that's very exciting. I'm very excited for you, and it's going to be an amazing year, 2023. I'm looking forward to all sorts of stuff. The goals for the best show. What are goals? What are things you'd like to see happen on the best show this year, Colette? I've already said 
getting Lana Del Rey in studio is is one of my prime goals for the year. Um, figuring out. And let me just say one thing as a sidebar. This Knives Out movie comes out right. Comes out had a good time mm-hmm. with its fun. Who killed? Whatever. Um. So then they put on on social media. Who should be in the third Knives Out movie? And like clockwork, oh, the Muppets should be in it. These Muppet fans. And I know people think, oh, Tom's always picking on the Muppet fans. You know, a few adult movies. Look, that's barely in a movie for adults. Barely. It's just, it's fun, and it stars adults in it. It's funny, and it's fun, and silly, and all that stuff. It's not the heaviest movie in the world by any stretch. But there's finally a movie that doesn't have, like, CG characters in it that adults are all watching at the same time. <laughs> and then these Muppet people. Oh, it's my, what's, have, uh, what's his name? Langdon Lubel. What's his name again? The, Benoit Blanc? Benoit Blanc. Benoit let's have Blanc. Benoit Blanc. He's like, let's have Benoit Blanc solve a case with the Muppets. <laughs> it's like, can you guys stop with the... Trying to Muppetify everything, like by all means, let's make uh, knives out for seven-year-olds. Now there's finally <laughs> something that vaguely skews toward adults. It's like by all means, let's put uh, Scooter and Skeeter in this one, and the Swedish Chef <laughs> and all these characters, and and what's the other puppet's name? Linda. 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 <laughs> yeah. Janet. Janet. Linda. 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 You know what I'm saying. Yeah. By all means, Fonzie Bear, do the whole thing with all of them. Herbie Frog. I don't want any of them in the next one. Okay, here we go. You ready? Final Elite Eight. Here we go. Here we go, everybody. Thank you, Andrew. And now I want everybody, all hands on deck. Mike, Pat, Andrew, Colette, you stay on the line, please. Um, Will do. Here we go with this. Let's go to dun, 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 the top left. We have Alan Bauer from Splash squaring off against Stephen Gold from Punchline. Thoughts? I I would say personally, this is where Stephen Gold's luck runs out. Yeah, Agreed. I don't think he's... Because it... Bauer's got the power of the ocean. He does. He's got a mermaid on his side, yes. actually, to be honest. Poseidon, yeah. maybe. Slap even. him with that, to anyone with that tail. And John Candy. Yes. And Gold probably ran out of material at this point. By this point, yes. Yeah. Has no more material. Yes. <laughs> By this point, Stephen Gold has run out of material. Alan Bauer moves into the final four. Boom. Now we get to Andrew Beckett from Philadelphia. Versus Forrest Gump from Forrest Gump. I've said my piece. Mm. Alan, Andrew, Andrew Beckett had a good run. He went very far. Forrest, yeah. It's Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. goes forward. We, uh, we, Forrest everybody, Gump. Duffy, you get it? When's the next season of Barry Star? When's that? When can we all expect that on our television sets? Uh, next couple months, I think so, would be, um, what is it, Mouse Chair? March, March, late March, or April. I think, okay. to, I think that's a right. scoop. 
We're good. Oh, did we? How am I not supposed to say? No, that's not. Oh, no. Is that not a scoop? Oh, no. Okay. Okay. no. I think you I think want that's... me to do that. Well, I just I'm wanted like, the sounder, um, yeah, but it's no, fine. I should have done. Hold on. I should have done it right. Sorry. Hold on. Let's pretend we didn't we'll say just, that. Andrew, just edit it. Yeah, I'll put it at the beginning. No, just say. Come on. Give us a scoop. Come on. Give us a scoop. And you could say now that Barry is on. It's going to be coming out in uh, <laughs> there we go. Perfect. Perfect. Um so the the final four now, two of the final four have been decided. Alan Bauer from Splash squaring off against Forrest Gump. Go to the next bracket. Santa Claus versus Professor. Robert Langdon. Langdon met his match. I think he met his match. Like, he can defeat popes. He can defeat the Vatican. But I think Santa's above it all. I think Santa wins in this one. I really think Santa takes it. Mike? Yeah. Mike, thoughts? Yeah, I'll go with Santa. Mike will go with Santa. (laughs) Okay. Pat? (laughs) Dissent? Any dissenting votes? I mean, I'll vote for the Da Vinci guy. (laughs) i think santa's yeah i think santa's moving forward and then captain chesley sully sullenberger versus david s pumpkins you can take on birds you can't take on satan okay that's uh, david s pumpkins moves forward so the final four as it stands Alan Bauer, Forrest Gump, Santa Claus, <laughs> David S. Pumpkins. We are moving towards Gump versus Pump, right? Because that is the pay per view. I think that it's going to be Albertina, I said Gump versus Pump an hour and a half ago. I know. No, I, I'm telling without you. knowing. No, no, you, I'm yeah. repeating what you said. I'm not. We're heading to. No, but I'm saying, I God help me, I did not shape this. I'm not. That was not you. my goal to have it be Gump versus Pump. But I think I'm no marketing genius here, but I do think I'm no that marketing. That's Look, I'm no marketing genius. That's my favorite. Here. But uh, but that is. Well, I'm no marketing genius here. But who are the who are the wizards that came up with that? Do you remember that? That who are the advertising wizards that like it's an SNL like when it was all stand up comedians on like jeopardy or something and like who's the marketing genius who came up with that <laughs> um probably right. made its way into my software it did you it can't probably help it. did as a job who's the first comedy person you loved albertina first person you're just like i wanted to be like that person that's tough i don't remember uh probably first one that comes to mind first hero of comedy for you i really liked Steve Martin. Steve Martin. Okay. When I was a kid. Probably Weird Al was probably. Oh, no, Martin Short. I would say Martin Short first. Martin Short. Martin Short first. He was very funny. I call him. Very funny to me. Marty. Yes. Duffy, you'd say. Weird Al. Weird Al. Okay. Who would do award winning Weird Al? He Mm -hmm. just won a Golden Globe. Or Critics, what Critics Choice. What it was yeah. Woody Allen. Woody Allen. Woody like Allen. And I'm not budging from it. Um, Still. Yeah, this so is the hill I die on. Um, all right. So the final four is going to be Alan Bauer versus Forrest Gump. And 
Oh, no, no, right, yeah. Alan Bauer from Splash, who ran the table much further really than did. anybody would have predicted. Yeah. It's got nothing to be ashamed about. Nothing to be ashamed. You get to yeah. that final four. He's like one of those like, like the Cinderella stories of a yeah. team that gets there, but then just gets blown out in the, like, they made it to the <laughs> final four, and then they lose by 38 points in the game when an actual, like, great team beats them. What are some shocks for you, though? Like, I'm personally shocked we didn't see Chuck Noland in the in the final four. Um, but you know, when you get to Forrest Gump, I think these magical characters are... <laughs> he got a bad draw. Yeah. yeah, he really did. He did. Okay, now I'm going to ask Connor to please check in for this next one. And Claude, I'm going to say thank you so much for calling. And Yeah, have a good night. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye-bye. Connor, if you could call up, we're going to get to the fun. So we're talking, that's, that's Forrest Gump, right? Mm-hmm. For the, like, it comes out of the, out of the West. Now we get to Santa Claus versus David S. Pumpkins. I got to say, I don't know. I think it's gotta be Santa Claus. I think they have an equal amount of magic. That's what I mean. That's like if you want to say, oh, David S. Pumpkins is magical. He's on different floors of an elevator. Santa Claus flying all over the globe, dropping presents in people's <laughs> houses. The colors yeah. of the world in one listen. He's got Santa books. Claus is oh, okay. faced off. Okay, Barack Obama. Listen. <laughs> hey, hey, hey Pat, there's enough comedy in the room right now. Oh, let's uh, take it easy there. <laughs> I wasn't going to do comedy, but thank you uh, for that. Uh, I tell you, (laughs) stirring it up. Somebody's playing to the chat. Playing to the chat. I am not playing to the chat. Hero to the the chat. chat. I am not playing. Oh, Mike, Uh, come on. Now, look, I I support everybody. I support nothing but love, peace, and love. And as of October 10th, I will no longer be (laughs) hosting the best show. If you Um, send me any mail. Peace in the of October 10th. I will no longer be watching Forrest Gump. <laughs> if you send me a Blu-ray, it will get tossed. Peace and love. Okay. Let's see where we're at here. Do we have... Is he calling in? Let's see. Do we have him? Do we have Connor? We could use a little help, Connor. Let's see. There he is. Okay. All right. Connor, hi there. I'm so, it's exciting. It's exciting. This is a great. This is a great final four. The one bracket has now gotten us to. It's Forrest Gump coming out of the one side, but now we are stuck with Santa Claus versus David S. Pumpkins. Yeah, yeah. Uh. So you're saying that Gump, you think Gump defeats Bauer. We've already passed that. Gump defeats Alan Bauer. Alan Bauer was yep. all heart. I, I have one question about that, which has to do with the ending of Splash, which he jumps in the ocean and mm-hmm. swims away and, and seems to be able to survive underwater. Am I wrong about that? That is true. Yeah, that's a good point. It's a good point, but... I mean, we just don't know what he's capable of. He'd get caught in one of Gump's nets. Oh, Duffy, just, I think you just <laughs> oh, checked wow. me. That's, that's very true. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. He's going to, he's going to get tricked. Yeah. Duffy, yeah. that Served. was the perfect, Boom. closed it out with that. Yeah. 
And also, you ever seen this Forrest Gump play ping pong? So good. Oh, good at it. Um, okay, so now we, but Santa Claus versus David S. Pumpkins is where we're stuck. Halloween versus Christmas. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, this one is going to, uh, it, it's hard to prove this one. A lot of people are going to think that Santa can't be defeated. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like we know what Santa, what his basic powers are, right? Like there is a, there's a limit to what he can do. He's, he's not, uh, we know that Santa has things he, we, we, are, we associate with him that are magical, but we also know a lot of people who haven't gotten what they wanted for Christmas many times. Right. But that's because Santa also has a very strict moral code. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He makes yeah. sure the people that should get what they want for Christmas get what they want for Christmas. Now, the ones with money. About, the ones with money. Thank you. If we think about <laughs> if we think about the Santa Claus, if we limit ourselves to the Santa Claus in the Polar Express, he seems to be a little bit on defense because the whole movie is about children growing up and losing their belief, and he's had to institute an entire protocol involving uh, a magical train that brings doubting children to the North Pole to convince them that Santa is real. But doesn't that uh, doesn't that prove how powerful he is, that he finds a solution to a problem? I suppose so. But, you know, at the end, the parents can't hear the bell ringing. They think the bell is broken. So eventually he is losing most of these kids to adulthood. We think about the battle that Santa's fighting. It's he's bailing out water from a sinking ship. I think Connor's uh, bringing up a good David point. David Pumpkins is undefeated in, yeah. in his fictional world. So what you're David, saying, you're saying, you're painting it, if I could put it into, as I put most everything, basketball terms. Santa Claus is Michael Jordan and is just like, but like in the like it, like when he like he had to come up with the fadeaway because he couldn't just dunk on everybody anymore. He had to play smart, not just hard. <laughs> I thought you were going to say in, in the basement watching television. In the basement watching television <laughs> with yellow eyes. With yellow eyes, yes. Yeah. Whereas David Tompkins is like the Harlem Globetrotters, you know. Mm-hmm. He's Santa Claus is just good. David Pumpkins is chaotic good. I really, th- I we're, one thing we're forgetting, yeah, is the fact that David S. Pumpkins can materialize wherever he wants. He pops up right behind them and snaps yeah. their necks. That's exactly the move he'll do on Santa, and he won't see it coming. Yeah, but isn't Santa immortal? Are we forgetting about this? It, well, I think we, that's the argument that Connor was making. He was a he's a dying god. Is a very how do you know he's not going to smack uh, Santa's ass? <laughs> Do what? <laughs> and on that How note, you know? well, I mean, that is, Mike, gonna... that is true. Mike has a really good he point. He does have a good point. Uh, strangely, I, yes. God help me. And I just want to say, Santa, <laughs> if you're listening to the show, I've got 11 months to prove to you <laughs> that I'm good. Uh, don't freeze me out next year, this year, Santa. I think we gotta go with David as pumpkins, because yeah. he's got the he's got he's got the infinite on his side. Yeah, you get a lot from that sketch, huh? <laughs> Story wise. Well, that is amazing, right there. Oh! Gump versus pump. Wow, that's incredible. So it's Gump versus pump. Forrest Gump 
the embodiment of America versus David S. Pumpkins, the chaotic... <laughs> what would you call him? A demon? Is he like a demon? Is he an imp? He's, he's like a, tr- a trickster god. He's a trickster. He's like Loki. Yeah. 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 So we've got but, now but Captain I, America versus Loki. <laughs> Listen, I think even I think Gump's story has even, all driven up to yeah. this. That's a good point. Yeah, even right. even Forrest Gump, in his worldview, concedes the world that David S. Pumpkins controls, which all is right. that life is like a box of chocolate. Well, this okay. You this, never know what you're going to get. This that's is, the world that David S. Pumpkins is the ruler of. So that is your. So you, everybody, everybody. <laughs> this is what I say. Every. <laughs> all right. This is what we're gonna do. Everybody. Fifteen second closing statements from everybody. So Connor, yours was that. That's fine. That That's was yours. Fine. So That's your fine. your yeah. vote lies with pumpkins. Pumpkins, one hundred percent. All right, Duffy. How what would you say? I'm going with pumpkins too. That convinced me that. Okay. He, Forrest is only restating the rules that pumpkins created. Sure. Okay. <laughs> um, Jason Dudio Gore, host of the Hawk. One hundred eight point nine Hawk. Um, thank you. Uh, <laughs> here's the thing. I think. Where we know Gump is right now, he has just, he's gone soft. He's focused on being a dad. I don't think he has the power behind him anymore. I I think that, you know, I think Pumpkins is going to rip him apart. Okay, Pumpkins. May I go next, Tom? Yes, you can. But let me just say one thing. There's a guy named Muhammad Ali who people also said was soft. <laughs> and he was fighting against George Foreman, who everybody said, oh, this guy is going to destroy Muhammad Ali. You don't think Forrest Gump's got some rope-a-dope in him? Exactly. He might. He might. Gump-a-dump? He has a little gump-a-dump <laughs> in him. Because maybe he, he's uh, fighting for his kid. That's what I'm saying. He, you don't think he could gump-a-dump? Uh there, there might be a little gumpa dump in there. Gumpa dump the pump. Oh God! Listen. Oh, okay. We're listening. <laughs> if Pat. the rules, if if the rules of the movies have taught us anything, and yeah. I think that we can all agree that we follow the logic of the films behind the characters, true or false, everyone. True. 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 Okay. So hear me out. The story of Gump is a story of a guy who, against all odds, constantly turns up on top and wins. That's his story. So his story has come down to this. He's facing uh, some sort of some sort yes. of uh, conduit to evil. Guess what? He's going to win. Because that's what he does. That's Pat. what he does in the I story. I think you're right. Pat, that was amazing. Yep. So that's a vote right. for Gump for Pat. Albertina. I hope I convinced the rest of you. Yes, I'm going to tack on with what Pat said and say, yeah, who has more longevity? I mean, yes. like at this point, you're saying, like, the church lady wins? You know what I mean? It's like mango. Oh, like, it's just like, what are you doing here? Mango. Everybody has been around yeah. for so long yeah. and he keeps winning. I, I don't understand. Everybody knows. I get it. It's funny. Yeah. It's so funny. Hans but, and Franz would win. Yeah, Hans and Franz fight. would obviously win because they're weightlifters. But we're or not. Vinnie Vidici, who is a Bill Hader character, Barry. 
Bill Barry hater. <laughs> Mango would win that. If I may, though, if I may, the slightest of rebuttals. If we are going to follow that line and say, let's look to the storylines of these things. A lot of people have been calling David S. Pumpkins evil. But if you watch the David S. Pumpkins holiday special, there is a mysterious stranger <laughs> who's, been ste- who's been stealing all of the candy from the neighborhood kids. And in the end, it's David S. Pumpkins who defeats uh, the raincoat man, who turns out to be three uh, kids in a, who were bullies, who were in a, in a big coat. And he returns the candy using magical floating pumpkins. Connor. So he is, yeah. I got to just say, you just, yeah. you just shrunk down David S. Pumpkins' magic <laughs> by saying he fought three kids <laughs> under a trench coat. That's right, I and he defeated them. I did they see were that. Three, three yeah. bullies you that are still small. You can't put three bullies in one trench coat either. That doesn't yeah. work. Um, yeah. yeah. Whereas Forrest Gump lost the Vietnam War. <laughs> he did. It was but all on him. He also introduced running to America, <laughs> fitness, ping pong, shrimp. We didn't have those things before he, he showed up. He met Nixon. He met Nixon. He met LBJ. Elvis. Remember, he was just mm-hmm. like... Uh, I got a Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Remember, he wanted a doctor. Yeah. Um, he convinced John Lennon to write Imagine. He convinced him to write Imagine. <laughs> then he went on and he invented Apple yep. computers. Um, <sighs> it's true, but I would argue this. None of that was done with intent. It was all done at random. The, uh, some would say that some sort of chaotic energy was controlling you know what the I, forces surrounding <laughs> what i would say to I'm that though, what i would say to that it don't matter mm-hmm. what it is you win you win don't matter if you're in a basket again to go to a basketball game if i throw the ball up and it's one of these yep. reckless mm-hmm. crazy shots if it goes in it still counts doesn't matter if but i meant it to go to say, in but but who are we to say that david s pumpkins wasn't part of the chaos secretly puppeteering forrest gump Pat, I got to say, Pat, I was re- so ready to go with David S. Pumpkins. Then oh. Pat made this impassioned speech. <sighs> yeah. You, you, you swung Albertina to your side. You swung, well, no, I, I you swung me, too. You swung you. So that's okay. So now Pumpkins is down to two. Gump's up to three. I didn't vote yet. I'm voting for Gump. Mike, who are you voting for? Got to go with Gump. Gump, Mike's the five. Oh, Andrew. Fine. Gonna have to go with Gump. Gump six. <laughs> Wes, who's Wes going? Wes. I'm going Gump. Gump. It's Gump in a route. Thanks to wow. an impassioned speech by Pat Byrne. Wow. One forest one. <laughs> that is amazing. Well, I want to say wow. Amazing. Everybody, th- Pat, congratulations. You. Hey, thank you. I mean, listen, I, it had to be done. I'm sorry to interrupt earlier on, but I just I had to get it in before the, all the votes no, counted. And uh, that is a tribute to my first ever screen name on AOL, which was Forest G 405. Thanks, amazing. everybody. And I just want to also say this. The movie Forrest Gump, I think, is terrible. It's a bad movie, right? Truly awful. Morally, it's like Old Testament. Is there any argument against that? I mean, I, I, we're just like, oh, you. I want to hear someone passionately defend Forrest. I Gump haven't seen it movie. since I was a kid, so I don't know, but it's probably yeah, it's like a ride. So, um, so we're turning Forrest Gump on right now, and we'll we all are. Watch we're it all going to watch Forrest Gump together. Right. 
Now, everybody, thank you for listening. The best show will be back next week. We want to thank Duffy Boudreaux for being here. I want to thank Albertina Rizzo. I want to thank everybody who helped make this happen. Brett Davis is the MVP with all of the graphics tonight. What a home run. Andrew, Wes, everybody, thanks for making this work. Jason with the opening theme. Just what an amazing night. I, I'm truly impressed by the work everybody did to make this as special as it was. Congratulations to Forrest Gump. And we will be back. <laughs> Mike laughing. Thank you. A best show. We'll be back next week. Bye-bye. The Best Show is produced in partnership with the Forever Dog Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Tom Sharpling and features John Worcester, Michael Lisk, Jason Gore, and Pat Byrne. The show is produced and written by Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, Michael Lisk, Brett Davis, John Worcester, and Tom Sharpling. The Best Show is executive produced by Tom Sharpling, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Co-executive produced by Jason Gore and Pat Byrne, segment producer Michael Lisk. The show is engineered and mastered by Andrew Gleason and Wesley Knapp. Graphic design, video editing, and social media by Brett Davis. Website and technical support by Martine Sellis. And the show is recorded at Forever Dog Studios in Los Angeles. Support The Best Show on Patreon over at patreon.com slash thebestshow. And follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Best Show for Life. That's Best Show number four, Life. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.